Welcome to James Clemens High School Football. We'll be back with the Jets pregame show right after this. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it, and that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact. Contact us immediately at 256-772-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Mellow. A state of mind, a culture, a way of being, and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville, at 470 Providence, Maine, and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. When Keith and Amy Richards went on a Greek vacation in 1997, their goal was to create savory foods from simple ingredients. Thus, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe was born with their healthy spin on traditional Greek food in the form of salads, gyros, sandwiches, and soups. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, located at 105 Brookridge Drive, Suite A, just off Highway 72 in Madison. Open Monday through Sunday, 10.30 a.m. till 9 p.m. Call 724-6554 or visit them online at tzatzikiscafe.com. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Originality is our nationality. 
The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's towing, tire, and truck repair makes that a thing of the past. With 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate hey this is jim from lawler's barbecue a lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke well guess what you never will because we cook it in lewisburg tennessee at our usda facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality so no matter which store you come to you get the same great taste Phillips been cooking barbecue since 1978 and i promise you he's got the hang of it he's been doing it so long he doesn't want to be cremated he's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals so come try some lawler's barbecue at any of our seven locations today. Lawler's Barbecue. Cook slow, serve fast. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the archives tab. That's pasnetwork.net. Play action sports. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Play Action Sports broadcast of tonight's James Clemens Jets football. I'm Kirk Pierce. Alongside me, Bailey Lowry and our producer, Tim Lambert. We are live from Lewis Cruz Stadium on the campus of Alabama A&M for tonight's 7A matchup, the visiting James Clemens Jets and the homecoming team. They chose James Clemens as the homecoming team, the Huntsville High School Panthers. Bailey. You are an alum of Huntsville. I'm going to go ahead and get that out there. Uh, what, what do you think about tonight's game? Tonight's game, I'm expecting just big things from James Clemens now. Huntsville High, they've played some good teams in the past couple of weeks. They did pull out a win against their, honestly, pretty close to down the street rival against Grissom. But they lost to both Spain Park and Mountain Brook, both two very good teams out of Birmingham. So I'm expecting, I'm expecting a close contest here, especially with the homecoming game. They're going to be a – there's going to be a lot more energy put forth by by the Panthers. 
Well, we expect a lot of great things tonight from the James Clemens side with the, the offense led by the quarterback, the junior quarterback, Gio Lopez, also the running back, Dante Snodgrass, putting up some great numbers over the past couple of weeks for the Jets. And uh, just a lot of, lot of great things from this high-powered offense. And, and we'll get back to some of that here. We're about 15 minutes away from kickoff. Huntsville High's band's out there right now performing a little ha- uh, pregame show on the field. And, and uh, then we'll get the captains out for the coin toss. But uh, we'll, we'll take a break here in just a second. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can look for the monthly Play Action Sports column in Athens now. We'll update you on what's been happening in local sports news as well as upcoming games and events. Hey, the paper is free and available at businesses all around the area. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about James Clemens' offense and a little talk, we'll talk a little bit of defense tonight too, Bailey. You're listening to James Clemens' Jets football right here on Play Action Sports. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville. Helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Attention all you James Clemens football fans out there. Play Action Sports and Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe are teaming up to bring you Time Out with Tzatziki's. Listen to James Clemens football from Play Action Sports, and during the first time out of every game, we'll announce the winner of a chicken dinner for four from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe in Madison. Just go to pasnetwork.net, enter your name, and you may be our next winner. Time Out with Tzatziki's from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe and Play Action Sports. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. Again, Kirk Pierce bringing you tonight's play-by-play alongside me, the color commentator, Mr. Bailey Lowry, and our producer, Tim Lambert. We are, again, at Lewis Cruz Stadium on the campus of Alabama A&M for tonight's 7A matchup between the visiting James Clemens Jets and the homecoming team, the home team of the Huntsville Panthers. Uh, We're getting ready to uh, play the national anthem. The Huntsville High School Marching Band is on the field right now preparing to bring us our our national anthem. So what we'll do is uh, listen in for the playing of our national anthem. Mrs. Flippo, Ms. Wolchin, 
Mrs. Misty Swearingen, Miss Dahl, Mrs. Clayton, Mrs. Wiley, Mrs. Olenek, and the entire faculty and staff of Huntsville High for their continued support. The student council officers and members are looking forward to hosting the annual homecoming dance tomorrow night. The dance will be held at Huntsville High where the officers will be presented along with the queen and her court. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the game and go Panthers! Ladies and gentlemen, please rise for the presentation of the colors by the Huntsville High School Junior ROTC Phantom Panther Color Guard and remain standing for the playing of our national anthem by the Crimson Panther Marching Band. Commanding the colors tonight is Cadet Master Sergeant Gavin Stallings. That was the National Anthem brought to us by the Huntsville High School Panthers Marching Band. Uh, like I said, we're a little over eight minutes away from kickoff tonight between the 7A matchup of James Clemens Jets and the home team, the Huntsville Panthers. Now, Bailey, we've talked a lot about uh, the past couple of weeks. We've seen this James Clemens offense and uh, led by the quarterback, Gio Lopez. Gio is known for his, his throwing ability, being able to, to get the ball to his receivers. Uh, last week kind of had a little bit of an off game, uh, not able to, to, to do some of the completions. However, he did have a 69-yard touchdown pass to, to Kamari Pittman. Uh, but uh, Gio is also known for his ability to extend plays with his feet. And uh, last year in this matchup against Huntsville, he had three touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Because, again, like you said, with his ability to create plays basically from nothing, he is a, a true dual-threat dual quarterback. Not only can he threaten you on the ground, but also in the air. He's very accurate with those long with those long passes, as well as being able to kind of create those and throw on the run. And kind of like you said with last week against Austin, he did have a brace on his leg, so his mobility was a little bit limited. But toward the end of the game, he started to, to look like he was getting used to that brace, and it didn't really seem to bother him as much. But along with the offensive weapons that James Clemens has, we've also got to talk about the defense. We have number 10, Jamal Mayers, who, like you told me before we started the broadcast, he was an all-state defensive back. Very very powerful in the back, as well as names we brought up before. Ah, excuse me, I had a little, a little something. But number 16, Cameron Barnett, who just whenever we see him on the field, just seems to be everywhere on every single, on every single play. 
And I'm really looking forward to seeing what this defense can do. Well, they also got from their defensive line, you Welcome know, you've got uh, uh, Darren Verhage, who, who just kind of anchors. I know he's, we've got other defensive tackles there, but one of, he's one of the names that we called last week quite a bit uh, on, from that defensive line. But when you go back to the offense and you look at the, the weapons that, I, that, that we kind of mentioned with Gio Lopez, when you look at uh, what he's got in the backfield, uh, Dante Snodgrass last year, had, or last week, had three touchdown runs of 31, <coughs> excuse me, 31 yards, 8 yards, and 4 four yards. Finished the game with 124 yards on the ground. Dante Snodgrass is not something you want to, somebody you want to overlook. No, I say it every single game that we, that we call. But two words that define Dante Snodgrass, tenacity and grit. That man will, like they set him up to run up the middle, he will, pull, he will push through, he will be stopped about 2 yards into the run, and then somehow power through for another 5. And then you look at the other weapons again. You've got receivers, Tyreek Walker. Kamari Pittman, who we've already mentioned, caught that 69-yard touchdown pass last week, and Kobe Johnson. Geo's got a plethora of weapons that he can utilize for that offense. If, he, if something were to break down for him, obviously he uses his feet. So I expect big things from this offense uh, tonight for the, for the Jets. Now, the, the Jets come in tonight with a record of 4-0, and wanting to go into the 5-0 and for the first time. Last week, we found out that it's the first time that James Clemens has been 4-0 and in the season, uh, which is hard for me to believe. I thought that they had been 4-0 and before, but uh, we're looking to, uh, you know, Coach McGee's looking to get a 5-0 and record tonight against a, a regional uh, a competitor. I mean, uh, one of their rivals in the region. Jim, James Clemens 4-0 and on the season, 2-0 and in Region 4 play, and uh, Huntsville High is 1-3, and and uh, they're 1-1 one one right now in Region 4 with their their win against Grissom. They, of course, they lost last week to Bob Jones by a score of 52-49. to um, Looking at what, you know, Huntsville's giving up offensively um, or what they're, what they're giving up defensively, they're giving up 35 points average in their four games, and they're only scoring 18, just a little over 18 points a game. That doesn't uh, bode well for Huntsville. No, it doesn't bode well at all, and kind of like it's almost a mirror aspect of how James Clemens plays is that on average James Clemens has been scoring about 36 points a game while only giving up about 12. It's really almost a complete reversal. But with this Huntsville team, I am alma mater, but we are calling for James Clemens. I am pulling for the Jets. But I'm interested to see how this is going to play out, especially since all of the – games that Huntsville High has played in. They seem to be pretty high scoring, except for their one win against Grissom. Yeah, so when you look at uh, what they've scored, what they've, what they've done, you know, like I said last week, they lost 52-49 to 49 to Bob Jones. They lost uh, to Spain Park 37-13. to 13. Mountain Brook, they lost 38-7. to seven. And then they beat Grissom 13-6. to six. Flip that, like you said, the averages for offense for James Clemens, 36 points a game, giving up 12 points per game. Uh, beat Went down to Mobile and beat Murphy 32 to nothing. Then followed up the following week 30, 47 to seven against the Athens Golden Eagles. And then uh, the the kind of the outlier, like you said earlier, uh, is the Bob Jones game, which went into overtime 35 to 28. And of course, last week Austin 31 14. Yeah. What? And now we're about three minutes to game time. We're about to teams are about to take the field. 
So what, what, what you can do is you can hear us now on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports, and hear our coverage of James Clemens football in crystal clear quality all season long. We're just a little under three minutes from kickoff, and uh, what we want to do is take a quick break before that kickoff. You're listening to James Clemens football on Play Action Sports. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications taking his hand, helping each other home. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact Contact us immediately at 256-772-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. We're getting ready for kickoff. Uh, James Clemens won the coin toss and elected to defer till the second half. So we're going to get to see that uh, James Clemens defense on the field first as Aaron Rowe gets ready to kick off from his 40-yard line. There he goes. The kick is up. It's a high end-over-end kick, and it went right into the end zone as he consistently has done over the past few weeks, Aaron Rowe with a big leg. Yeah, no surprise there from Aaron Rowe. Straight into the end zone to start off the game. So we're going to see how this this Jets defense is going to hold up against the Panthers' offense. So we'll get a chance to see Coach Mark Fleetwood's Huntsville Panthers' offense as they get ready to take the field, starting at their own 20-yard line. As uh, the defense for James Clemens on the field, ready to try to stop these Huntsville Panthers, and let's get this ball game going. So here we go. Huntsville Panthers, shotgun formation, one running back behind the quarterback, two splits to the near side, two to the far side. Quarterback is number five, or check that, number three, Jack McClung. And we've already got a penalty on the play. Haven't even taken a tick off the clock, and we've already got a penalty on the play. So it's going to be a false start against Huntsville. They're going to move it back. And so Huntsville's going to start deep into their own territory before we even click one second off the clock, Bailey. Yeah, not exactly the way you want to start. And looks like we actually got number one, Carlin Long, in at backfield for the Panthers as well. All right. So McClung is your quarterback. Long is the tailback. 
three splits to the near side. He's going to hand it off to Long around the near side. He's going to cross the 20, pick up a lot of that yards, yardage back from the penalty, pick up a nice 10-yard gain, and it's going to be second down and about three to go as the ball is being spotted at the 27-yard line of James Clemens. Nice run there by the Huntsville Panthers. Yeah, not a bad run there, too. A man on the tackle was one that we talked about in the pregame, number 99. Number 99, sorry, Darren Verhage. So McClung again, your quarterback. He's looking to pass, throws it across the middle, throws it right into an interception. James Clemens at the Huntsville 42-yard line. Right off the bat, first pass, interception. And another guy we talked about in pregame, that was number 16, Cameron Barnett, making that interception, and we're going to start deep here in Panthers territory. So Barnett was our player of the game two weeks ago against Bob Jones in that overtime victory, and he comes up big tonight with 11.28 left to play in the first quarter. No score. James Clemens' first possession of the game starting at the Huntsville Panthers 42. Gio Lopez is your quarterback. He's got Snodgrass to his right, puts a man in motion, one split to the far side, two to the near. We've got a penalty flag on the play. See what's going to happen. Looks like it's going to be movement on James Clemens, from what I could tell. Yep, that's going to be a false start against false James Clemens, so we're going to move it back, and uh, we're going to go five yards deeper than when we started. Well, they started. Well, Huntsville started with a false start, good run, and then interception. Let's, let's hope the Jets don't start the same way. Now, Coach McGee did address the penalties in the pregame show, talked about something that they've been trying to work on, and right now we've got two penalties, one for each team. Lopez throws it to Looks like uh, number five, that is Pittman. Pittman with a nice reception, still on his feet, trying to get away. Got a couple of yards, got back to the original line of scrimmage, so he picks up five on the play. And not, e- not able to be taken down there, stayed up on his feet. Good catch there by number five, Kamari Pittman. So it's going to bring up second down and ten. Ball is back to the 42-yard line where they started before the penalty. Lopez, shotgun formation. He's got Snodgrass to his left. One split to the near side. Two to the far side. Lopez, shotgun, puts a man in motion right in front of him. He's going to hand it off to Snodgrass up the middle. Snodgrass got some room, busts a tackle, crosses that, crosses the forty-five or the 35 down to about the 31-yard line. It's where they're going to spot it. It's going to bring up third and short for the Jets. Good run there by Snodgrass. Just kind of doing what he does right up the middle, gains eight yards. Nothing surprising there. Snodgrass, big back. Like I said, he had over 100, uh, 124 yards rushing last week against Austin, and he's looking to to do that again tonight. Lopez, two splits to the near side, two to the far side, shotgun formation. Looks like they're going to get the defense off sides as uh, the whole Huntsville Panthers defensive line jumped on that snap. Yeah, they're very off sides there. Ended up faking out the entire line. I I don't think I've ever seen a whole line move like that all at once. Yeah, they did, every one of them. Must have been some inflection in Lopez's snap count right there because they all jumped. So that's going to be a that's going to be a James Clemens Jets first down after the penalty there. It's going to put the ball at the 26-yard line. Man in motion is going to be Pittman. They're going to hand it to Pittman around the right side. Pittman's going to go around to the outside, pick up a first down, and then a couple of more yards be pushed out of bounds at about the 13-yard line. First down, Jets. And good run there by Kamari Pittman. It just seemed like nobody could really catch him as soon as he passed that line of scrimmage. So another first down for the Jets, deep in Huntsville Panthers territory. Got a whistle stopping the play right now. It's waving. It's going to be an official timeout as they're swapping some players in and out. Not sure why the official called timeout. Now the clock is ticking. 
So we've got two splits to the near side, one to the far side. Play clock down to about 14 seconds. Lopez goes to the line of scrimmage, tells everybody the play. Snodgrass is to his left. Takes the snap, drops back to pass. He's looking to throw it to the end zone. He's got his man Pittman in the end zone. Touchdown, James Clemens. James Clemens, Lopez to Pittman. We knew it was going to happen. These two match up very well. Is that dual threat? He's the dual threat quarterback. And like I said, he's very accurate on those kind of longer pass over the shoulder. That was placed perfectly for Pittman and the inevitable result, touchdown Jets. So Pittman and Lopez connecting again for the first touchdown of the game. As Aaron Rowe comes out to kick the extra point, uh, we've seen that that we've seen those two pair up a lot. We've seen uh, Walker and uh, Johnson pair up with with Lopez. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, Lopez has plenty of um, he's got plenty of of weapons. Aaron Rowe's kick is up, and it looks like it is good. So with that, 9:49 left to play in the first quarter, the Jets take a seven to nothing lead over the Huntsville Panthers. Yeah, no- Honestly, it doesn't surprise them there. That was just a textbook offensive drive. Good, consistent plays into steady field progression and then a nice over-the-shoulder pass to Kamari Pittman. Touchdown Jets. We're moving on to let's to hope. Maybe I don't know how the Panthers are going to answer, honestly. Well, we also neglected because the official had a timeout. That was our first timeout of the game, and that means it's timeout with Tzatziki's. And our winner tonight is Zach Harbison. Zach Harbison, you are the timeout with Tzatziki's winner. You can go online to PASnetwork.com and enter your name for timeout with Tzatziki's and listen during the first timeout of each James Clemens game as we announce the winner of a chicken dinner for four from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe just off of Highway 72 in Madison. And like I said, Mr. Zach Harbison, you are tonight's to timeout with Tzatziki's winner. Congratulations. Make sure you go by Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe just off of Highway 72 and uh, get that chicken dinner for four. Aaron Rowe kicks off high end over end kick, and it is going to land in the end zone again. Touchdown. Something we have become very familiar with from Mr. Rowe. Yeah. I'm this Aaron Rowe is one of the most consistent high school kickers I, I think I've ever seen. Especially from the kickoff spot. I mean, it, it's gone into the end zone each time. He's struggled a little bit from the from the kick uh, from the field goal, but uh, I know that he's got the leg. I firmly believe he could kick a 55 yarder um, if he had to. Oh, no doubt. So we're going to see the Huntsville Panthers offense again after the interception by James Clemens. Mr. Cam Barnett with the interception against uh, the Huntsville Panthers. McClung isn't quarterback. He's got three splits to the near side, one to the far side. They're going to hand it off to Long, the running back. He's going to cut it back across the middle. Got a penalty flag on the play. Crosses the 30, still on his feet as he crosses the 40. Goes out of bounds at about the 45. It looks like, it looks like we got a little laundry on the field. So uh, we'll see what that play is. Probably going to be a hold against Huntsville. Bring that run back. That was a heck of an answer from the Panthers from that drive to start off with that big of a run. But like you said, got some flags on the field. We're going to see what the call is. It's going to be a hold against Huntsville, so that's going to bring that run back by Long. That was a really good good cut cut back across the middle by Long to get to the outside and uh, go out of bounds at about the 45. But that was all for nothing as the penalty flag is going to bring them back. So the Panthers are going to start deep again in their own territory. We're going to replay first down. It's going to be first and 20 from the 10-yard line. That is not where you want to be. No, it is not. So the Panthers huddling up, getting the play from the, from the sidelines. The Panthers in the crimson jerseys with the crimson helmets, tr- white pants trimmed with crimson, 
They've got a little bit of blue in their uniform, but the white numerals. James Clemens in all white uh, jerseys and pants with the blue helmets. Another penalty flag on the play as that wh- the whistle blows the play dead. So we'll see what this call is. So the official comes over and gives us a... It's going to be against James Clemens, so it's going to be their second penalty of the night. Looks like it was... Didn't see what the call was. We're way up in the press box. We're way up here at James Cruz Sta- uh, Lewis Cruz Stadium, and uh, it's a little bit difficult to see all of it. But uh, we did see the penalty flag, and that was against James Clemens. So it's a five-yard penalty. It's going to bring up. You're going to, like I said, replay first down. So it'll be first and 15 for the Panthers. McClung is your quarterback. He's got Long right behind him, and another penalty flag on the play. So that's two penalty flags in a row. Looks like it's going to be against James Clemens as they lined up offsides. So we're going to move that forward five yards, and now we're going to replay first down again, and it's going to be first and ten. We basically had three plays, and the clock hasn't even started yet. <laughs> so 9.36 left to play in the first quarter. James Clemens on top, seven to nothing on top of the Huntsville Panthers. Lewis Cruz Stadium here on the campus of Alabama A&M. Great press box, great thing to be a part of. You can hear the bands. McClellan's going to hand it off to Long around the far side. Long's got a hole. He's going to cross the 40. He's got some room. Crosses the 50, past the 40, down to about the 30-yard line. Great pickup by Long. No flags that time. That was the actual true answer to Vajet's previous offensive drive. Great run by Long, but let's see if Vajet's defense can hold there. Hold now from their own 30. So Carlin Long with a 60-yard run from scrimmage. Nice pickup, pushed out of bounds by the James Clemens Jets. It's going to be first and 10, Huntsville, from the James Clemens 30-yard line. So the official's going to take another timeout. <laughs> not sure what the place, why they keep calling the official's timeout because they're not taking a heat timeout yet. We're not at that five-minute mark. So we've got a timeout on the field. Uh, timeout to move the chains. That's what it was. Yeah, we changed uh, change people just hadn't caught up yet. <laughs> yeah, that was that play went so fast they couldn't catch up. So Huntsville was ready to keep rolling, and the chain gang wasn't, wasn't where they needed to be. So Huntsville Panthers, first and 10 from the James Clemens 30-yard line. McClung in a quarterback. He's going to hand it off to Long to the near side. Long's looking for some room. He's got a little bit, kind of finds a crease. Gets about a six-yard gain. He's going to bring up second and four for the Panthers. Yeah, good cutback there from from Long, Seaman James Clemens Long defender, around, trying to cut off in front of him, but he was able to cut back through the middle just for a little extra yardage. But he was met by a sea of Jets, so he wasn't able to make the first down. So second and four for the Panthers from the James Clemens. Looks like the 23-yard line. Takes a snap, looking to throw. He's got a man in the, in the end zone, number nine, pass intended for number nine of the Huntsville Panthers. Good coverage there. By the Jets, pass was overthrown. It's going to bring up third down. Good coverage there by the Jets' defense. Thankfully, unlike last week in the Austin game, no pass interference call on an an uncatchable pass. So, on a third down. That's right. (laughs) So, third down for the the Huntsville Panthers, spotted at the James Clemens 24-yard line. Quarterback, shotgun, three splits to the far side. He's got one to the near side, one running back to his right. He's going to quick pass out to number five. He's got his man right there caught down to about the 15-yard line is uh, Cameron White with a nice reception and a first-down pickup for the Huntsville Panthers. Yep. Huntsville did end up getting the first down, but 
as soon as number, that was number five, Cameron White, as soon as he caught that ball, met by two Jets defenders, wasn't able to go very far, so not a huge loss. They did pick up the first down, 8.34 and counting in the first quarter. Jets on top, 7 to nothing. Long is your running back. He's got the ball right up the middle, and he picks up a nice five-yard gain down to the James Clemens 10-yard line. Huntsville Panthers putting together a nice offensive drive here. Got man on the tackle there on, on that play was number 99, da- Darren Verhage. So McClung has got Long to his left, one split to the near side. He's got three trips to the far side. Looking over to the sidelines for the play. Jets trying to hold them. They're in the red zone. McClung flicks it out. It's a nice pass to the side. Caught by number two. Number two is going to kind of move his way in to about the five-yard line. It's going to be close for a first down. It's Ellison. It's hard to see the numbers out here, but I believe on that tackle was number 16, Cameron Barnett. Really, this Huntsville offense really running through screens and their running back, number one, Carlin Long. So Long is uh, still your running back as we get trips to the near side now. We're going to have one split to the far side. McClung is in the shotgun formation. Long is to his left. They're at the five-yard line, first and goal, Huntsville Panthers, with 7.33 left to play in the first quarter. McClung looking over to the sidelines. Waiting on the snap. Everybody's set. Takes the snap. He's going to look to throw. He's going to throw it across across on a nice little post pass, but just a little out of the reach of the receiver. Pass intended for number five, Cameron White. Good coverage there by number seven, Keenan Hill. Almost, it was almost wide enough for him to get a possible interception, but a deflection we, we will take as well. So that brings up second and goal from the five-yard line for the Huntsville Panthers. James Clemens on top, 7 to nothing after the pass by Gio Lopez to Kamari Pittman. So Long is going to take the ball right up the middle. He's going to be met right there at the line of scrimmage by Mr. Verhage, and he's going nowhere. It's going to bring up a nice uh, – no, actually, no gain on the play. So it's going to bring up third and goal for the Huntsville Panthers. Verhage able to, to close that gap in that hole really fast, as, as we've seen the entire defensive line do for the James Clemens Jets. So Huntsville in a huddle, looking over to the sidelines for the play. Nice traveling by the James Clemens Jets over on the visitor side, able to uh, travel and support the team tonight. Congratulations to all the fans for being out here tonight. And this uh, It's a really nice night. McClunk under center for the first time tonight in the I formation. He's got a fullback and long and a tailback. He's looking to pass. He's looking for his tight end. He's going to throw it. It's going to be caught at about the three-yard. No, is it going to say incomplete pass? He had it, but it looks like it fell out once he hit the turf. So that's going to bring up fourth and goal for the Panthers. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it fell out or if he was just down on the ground right when he caught it, but that pass was intended for number five, Cameron White. Seemed to be one of their primary targets here tonight. So you've got Long and you've got White, McClung's two favorite targets tonight, like you said. So they're going to line up for a field goal. It's going to be about a, let's see, he's kicking, yeah. So it's going to be about a 22-yard field goal attempt by the Huntsville Panthers. The kick is up. Looks like it is no good. Looks like it went far left. So after all of that, the Huntsville Panthers come away with nothing. It was a good effort by the Panthers. Just couldn't convert from the field goal. But they are showing that they do have some offensive weapons of their own. Carlin Carlin Long, especially, being with that huge, what was it, 50-yard run 
It was Basically, a 60-yard run, yeah. Yeah, from 30 to 30. Yep. So the uh, James Clemens Jets with their second possession of the game, 6-18 left to play in the ball in the first quarter. Now, you can download a copy of this game or listen to it on demand by going to pasnetwork.com. There's a streaming schedule of upcoming games and links to our mobile apps as well. Lopez in its shotgun, starting at their own 20-yard line after the missed field goal attempt. It's got Snodgrass to his left, puts a man in motion. That's Pittman. He's going to hand it off to Pittman around the near side. Pittman's going to try to bounce it out to the outside. He's got a little bit of room. He's going to cut it across the 40, down to about the 42-yard line. I said that's Pittman. That is incorrect. That is number 15, Tyreek Walker. Tyreek Walker with a nice run there, taking it all the way out to the 42-yard line. I'm liking these plays from James Clemens, taking advantage of, of those fast wide receivers and taking advantage of their speed. Almost no one caught him there. Someone caught him by the ankle, but he was able to break it relatively easily for another 10-yard gain. So first and 10 for the Jets. Lopez, shotgun, puts puts a man in motion. That's Pittman. He's going to look to throw to the outside. Caught and, no, intercepted by number 19. Number 19 for the Panthers, able to step in front of Kobe Johnson and make the interception at about the 45-yard line. So Lopez throws his first interception. Uh, that's not something you hear very often. No, you don't. So Lopez threw the interception. The, the defensive back really just cut underneath Johnson and was able to get in front of it and take that ball away. So first and 10 for the Huntsville Panthers uh, from the uh, 47-yard line of James Clemens with 6.03 left to play in this first quarter. So uh, not something you want to do is turn the ball right back over to Huntsville after they had a really successful drive. Ultimately, it didn't result in any points, but uh, they had some momentum going down towards that end zone. Yeah, we're basically giving them the second chance equivalent from basketball of another drive here. So McClung motions to his receiver. He's got two to the far side, one to the near side. He's going to hand it off to Long. Long's going to go to the left side, takes a cut, crosses the 45, brought down to about the 40. They're saying he's brought down at the 45-yard line, so it's going to bring up second down and long six for the Panthers. That's like that was brought down by number 94, Andrew Miller, or Millar. Another name that we tend to call relatively often there on the on the defensive line. So second and they're saying seven. So second and seven for the Panthers. Look at a pass, quick pass to number 13, caught at the 38-yard line. Crosses the 35, brought down at about the 33-yard line. That's going to be first and 10, Huntsville. It seems to be the Panthers' offensive game plan is either handing it off to number one, Carlin Long, or these very quick passes to just try to kind of catch James Clemens off their feet. So we've got another official's timeout on the field. That's going to be a heat timeout with 5.26 left to play in the first quarter. Your James Clemens Jets on top of the Huntsville Panthers, 7 to nothing. No, we're not going to take They called a timeout, and then... We're taking a breather. Now they're calling everybody back out on the field. The official did stop the clock, and now he wants it to run. All right, so we're going to stay here. So it's going to be first and 10, Huntsville Panthers. McClung's looking to throw, dropping back. He's being pressured, gets the ball off. It's tipped. It's intercepted at the 30-yard line. Nobody around. That's going to be a pick six all the way for the James Clemens Jets. A 70-yard pick six by number 15. I mean, uh, number 16. Cam Barnett. I was about to ask you. I was about to say take one guess at who that pick six was brought by, but you already said the name number 16, Cameron Barnett. Once again, showing how versatile and how quick he is and just how fast he can get to the power positions of a play. 
So great pick six off the deflection. Now, McClung had some pressure coming in from the corner cornerback position on a cornerback rush and uh, kind of threw the ball, and it tipped off his receiver's hands right into Barnett's hands, and he was able to return it 70 yards for the pick six. Rose kick is up, and it is good. So with that interception, that pick six, that takes us 14 to nothing. James Clemens Jets on top of the Huntsville Panthers with 451 left to play in the first quarter. You can listen for James Clemens Coaches Show every Wednesday morning at 11.05 on 1080 AM WKAC. What we'll do is talk to Coach Chad McGee and get the inside scoop on the Jets. Now, if you miss it, go to WKAC Sports page at WKAC1080.com and click on the James Clemens link to find the archives. You can also, we're, we're going to be doing all kinds of scores and updates throughout tonight uh, with our North Alabama Gas District School Board serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Always remember to call 811 before you dig. Do we have an update on some scores? We do. East Limestone is currently up 14-0 on Brewer, still currently in the first, as well as Sparkman is up on Austin right now, 7-0, also in the first. Awesome. Well, that's your North Alabama Gas District scoreboard serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Always call 811 before you dig. James Clemens Jets on top, 14 to nothing on top of the home team, Huntsville Panthers, at Lewis Cruz Stadium here on the campus of Alabama A&M. 4.51 left to play in this first quarter as Aaron Rowe lines up to kick off. And I'm going to predict he kicks it deep into the end zone again. So here he goes, foot to ball, and it is up high, end over end kick, and it's going to land about six yards in the end zone. Three for three tonight. I'm pretty sure he's hit that same spot on the Alabama A&M logo every single time. He is Mr. Consistent on the kickoffs. So two interceptions in the first uh, first quarter have resulted in 14 points for the James Clemens Jets. Yeah, back-to-back drives as well, immediately followed by the interception from Huntsville. We get an, James Clemens gets an interception of their own, at least to the pick six. And then we had the very first interception on the first play of the game from the Panthers. So it's going to be first and 10, Huntsville Panthers from their own 20-yard line. Quarterback, shotgun formation. He's got a tailback to his right. He's going to hand it off to Long up the middle. Long's going to carry it. Carry it to James Clemens' defender about four yards. Going to bring up second down and six. Looks like on that tackle was, I believe, number 94, Andrew Millar once again. So second, they're saying second down and five for for Huntsville, ball spotted just shy of the 25-yard line. So McClung in at quarterback, shotgun formation, two splits to the near side, two to the far side. Quick pass again. He's going to hit his man right there after a three-yard pass, and he's going to pick up extra yardage plus the first down, down to about the 36-yard line. Again, those quick hitch passes have been the been the key to the Huntsville Panthers so far in the first quarter. That's been, that's, that's been their whole offensive game plan. Again, either those quick passes or handing it off to number one, Carlin Long. So McClung, quarterback, two to, two splits to the far side, two to the near side. He's been hitting both inside receivers at different times tonight. Puts a man in motion from, from the top to the bottom. He's going to fake the handoff, sling it out to number seven, caught behind the line, and he's going to cross the 45 down to about the 50 for another Huntsville Panthers first down. Nice 13-yard pickup by Huntsville. It was like on that tackle was number 21, Chad Coulter, his first tackle tonight. So number seven for them is Jalen Chambers, Huntsville Panthers, and uh, another first down by the Panthers. So they're looking to keep the get the ball moving, put some points on the board before the end of this first quarter as we're at 340 and counting. James Clemens on top, 14 to nothing. Quarterback, shotgun, 
Long to his right. He's got two splits to the far side. He's going to hand it off to Long around the far side, and he's going to go really nowhere, maybe pick up a yard on the play down to the 50-yard line. Not a whole lot of movement, uh, not a whole lot of places to go there by long for long. A good job by the Jets defense to kind of move and adapt to the offensive line shift and be ready for that run play. And I said it looks like it was number number 90, 95, Ryan Williams on that tackle. He's clearly ready for long. So the Panthers lining up their offense, second and nine. McClung's looking to throw. He doesn't have a whole lot. of. He's going to move it himself. He's going to stay behind the line of scrimmage. Hits his man, number five, throws it, and a nice pickup there. Was he behind the line of scrimmage? They're saying he was. So a nice first down throw there by McClung to number five, Cameron White. When I heard that whistle, I didn't think that it was because he wasn't behind the line of scrimmage. I thought that the receiver had actually stepped out of bounds a little bit sooner because he's kind of close to the sideline from where we are. It's not a very easy view, but they're going to get the first down. So the Panthers are driving. They are in James Clemens territory at the 36-yard line. They've been here before, just weren't able to capitalize and put points on the board with the, with the missed field goal when they were down at about the five-yard line. So you got two splits to the far side, two to the near side. Long moves from right to left. McClung drops back to pass. He's got a rush put on him. He's going to throw it deep. He's got his man across the middle. Caught by number seven at the five-yard line into the end zone. Touchdown, Huntsville Panthers. McClung to Jalen Chambers for a nice reception touchdown pass by Huntsville Panthers. As soon as that pass is up in the air, Jalen Chambers caught it. Didn't seem to be touched on the way either near the end zone. And again, he's just going to stride in and get Huntsville's first points of the ballgame. So McClung thrown across the middle. Chambers was wide open, standing at the five, and was just able to kind of dance his way into the end zone untouched for that nice uh, 42-yard touchdown reception. Kick is up, kick is high, and it is good. So with that score, 246 left to play in the first quarter. The James Clemens Jets still on top, 14-7 to of the Huntsville Panthers. Tune in for Play Action Sports updates three times each weekday for school, youth, and amateur sports news from the Limestone County area on 1080 AM WKAC. Now, Bailey, one of the things that we talked about earlier in the broadcast is the James Clemens defense, and I know that Coach McGee is a defensive-minded coach, being the former defense coordinator down at Hoover. And I know he can't be happy with the way Huntsville is driving down this field. Now, just these screen passes as well as Carlin Long. He's playing really well, but they just seem to be eating up this defense and just kind of steadily progressing their way up the field. And give, and keeping Huntsville in this game, they've been able to finally capitalize on a drive. So hopefully this James Clemens Jets will have an answer for that drive as well as kind of keep their defense a little more stout, maybe a little more contained, maybe play a little closer up so that way those screens, they don't get as much mileage off of it. So back deep to receive the kickoff. The first time we've seen the uh, kickoff return team tonight for James Clemens, you've got number five, that's Kamari Pittman, and number 15, Tyreek Walker. They are both standing at about the 10-yard line and uh, ready to receive this kickoff. Now, I don't know that Huntsville Panthers have the same type of kickoff or kicker that uh, James Clemens does, but it'll be our first opportunity to see number 89 for the Huntsville Panthers. That is Bobo, Bobby Centino. It's a high end-over-end kick, and it's going to be fair caught at about the 25-yard line by, uh, by James Clemens. So smart move there by James Clemens to uh, fair catch that ball. Yeah, when we look at the roster sheet that we have in front of us, Bobby Centino, Bobby Centino he's actually listed as a running back. In fact, I'm actually not seeing on this sheet. Oh, actually, there is a dedicated kicker named number 36, Sims Bowman. 
but that was not him on the kickoff. So number 89 is the kickoff person for the Panthers. All right, Lopez lining up his offense. It's going to be first and 10, James Clemens from their own 25-yard line, 246 left to play in this first quarter. James Clemens on top, 14-7. to Pittman goes in motion. They're going to hand it off to Snodgrass up the middle. Snodgrass has a little bit of a hole, picks up about five yards on the carry down to about the 30-yard line. So a uh, nice little run there by Dante Snodgrass. Able to push through for a little bit of extra yardage, but met by about two or three Panthers, wasn't able to just push through them. But good, good position for second down. So second and five, James Clemens at the 30-yard line. Pittman in motion. Going to hand it off to Snodgrass again up the middle. Snodgrass is going to fight his way forward for another three yards. So it's going to bring up third down and two for James Clemens. Snodgrass back-to-back runs, heavy-duty runs there. Just kind of keeps those legs pumping. Yeah, just kind of trying to hold back behind his offensive line, just trying to trying to help them make, make a little bit of room for him to push through. But now we're on a third down. So you've got two splits, one to the far side, one to the near side. He's got two in tight. Going to hand it off to Snodgrass again off the left side or the right side. Snodgrass going to pick up the first down and then some. An additional five yards only needed two, so picked up seven on the play. First and ten, James Clemens. He's actually hit a little bit hard there toward the end of the play. I saw him kind of recoil a little bit, but kind of shook it off like it was nothing and pushed through for the first down. So you've got uh, Lopez looking to the sidelines for the play. He's got one split to the near side. That is Terrence Cunningham, number three. He's got three splits to the far side. Drops back to pass. He's going to throw a quick screen pass over to the right side. To the yeah, to the right side. Nice eight-yard pickup there for the James Clemens Jets. Had a hard time seeing who the receiver was. Uh, no, it looks like it's Pittman. Pittman with the nice eight-yard reception. So we're going to bring up second and two. Ball spotted at the 48-yard line of James Clemens. Lopez trying to get the ball moving again with just a little over a minute left to play in the first quarter. Lopez going to hand it off to Snodgrass. Snodgrass got a hole, falls forward, picks up the first down. First and 10, James Clemens in Huntsville High territory. Abel was just kind of dive to, he was able to dive through the hole that the offensive line made for him. Good job sending that play and getting the first down. So you've got Cunningham to the near side, two splits to the far side. That's Walker and Pittman to the far side. Snodgrass to Lopez's left. Lopez in the shotgun. He's going to put a man in motion. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to the man in motion. He's going to pick no gain on the play by James Clemens. It looked to be Pittman again with the carry. No, check that. That was Snodgrass. Snodgrass was who came in motion. It was Pittman in the backfield. So Dante Snodgrass was the man in motion and came up, got the ball up the middle for no gain. So second and ten, James Clemens. We are 20 seconds away from the end of the first quarter with James Clemens on top, 14-7. to seven. See if we can get one more playoff before the end of the first quarter. One split to the far side, two to the near side. Snodgrass is the running back to the left. They put him in motion. Lopez looks at the throw, throws it out to the, out to the far side, which is Walker. Walker's going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 42-yard the line. So a nice little seven-yard gain there by James Clemens. And that's going to end the first quarter with your score 14 to 7 james clemens on top of huntsville panthers you're listening to james clemens high school football for play action sports 
Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Stick around after local high school football coverage this season as we announce our Lawler's Fans of the Week. Just go to PASnetwork.net and register. Then listen during the post-game show of each regular season game as we pick the winner of a $20 Tasty Buck from Lawler's Barbecue. The next fan of the week could be you from Lawler's Barbecue and Play Action. Sports. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce bringing you tonight's play-by-play coverage alongside Bailey Lowry, our color commentator. Bailey, nice little first half there by the James Clemens Jets as they're on top 14-7 to over the home team Huntsville Panthers, and James Clemens is driving again. Yeah, pretty good offense. Pretty good offensive series from the Jets in the first quarter. Could do a little less of the penalties, but did have an interception as well. But those are mistakes that can be easily corrected. And I hope that they take that into account as we move on into the second quarter. So it was also a 70-yard uh, pick six there by Cam Pip, uh, Barnett. And uh, so that, that uh, Lopez with a uh, touchdown pass to Kamari Pittman. And then, of course, Barnett had his pick six right off the, right off the bat to start the second quarter. The uh, Huntsville Panthers were drawn off sides, so that's going to put uh, James Clemens deeper into Huntsville Panthers' territory, and they pick up a first down. You ever get the feeling of deja vu? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something uh, – Lopez is obviously doing something with his cadence that's uh, calling. I mean, because, again, the entire defensive line jumped, and uh, it's all of them. It's all four of them. So Lopez got two splits to the far side. He's got two to the near. Snodgrass to his right. Almost offsides again. The Huntsville Panthers did kind of jump a little bit, but were able to get back. Snodgrass is going to move from right to left, put a man in motion. That's going to be Pittman. Pittman's going to take the ball around on an end around, cross the 30 down to the 20-yard line, tripped up and falls down at about the 12-yard line, 11-yard line is where they're going to spot the ball. Nice 12-yard, 12, uh, 12 actually, no, 17-yard pickup there by Pittman. I mean, if I'm being honest, I cannot see the Huntsville high defender who made that tackle, but if he had not tripped up Kamari Pittman, that would have been a touchdown Jets right there. Kamari Pittman took off after that catch. So here we go. James Clemens deep in Huntsville Panthers territory. Ball spotted at the at the uh, 16-yard line. Handed off to Snodgrass. Snodgrass up the middle. He's going to go nowhere. No gain on the play. Brought down by three different Huntsville Panthers defenders there. So brings up second down and 10 for James Clemens. It seemed to be a blitz from the outside, and one of those, and one of the blitzing defenders just seemed to just catch Snodgrass very early, and then from there just tripped up into two more Huntsville High defenders. But second down. So James Clemens doesn't do a lot of huddles, so they are in a no-huddle offense, getting their play calls from the sidelines as they substitute players in and out. Snodgrass directly behind Lopez. Lopez is looking to pass. He's looking to the end zone, throwing it. He's got Johnson in the end zone just out of the reach of Kobe Johnson, going to bring up third down for the Jets. Almost such a well-placed pass, just barely overthrown. But Kobe Johnson had his had his man beat. That would have been a good over the shoulder. That could be a play I see us going to more. They've got Kobe Johnson listed as a 5'10", 160-pound senior. He looks a little taller than 5'10", I'll be honest with you. 
but uh, just a little bit out of his reach on that pass. He's going to be substituted in, and uh, you've got two splits to the far side. That's going to be Cunningham and Pittman on the far side. you got Walker to the near side, Snodgrass to Lopez's right. He's going to fake the handoff to Snodgrass. He's going to hit Walker at the 10-yard line. He's caught, but he's going to be driven backwards. They're going to say the ball spotted at the 11-yard line for a nice six-yard pass reception. So Tyreek Walker there on a quick pass. That's who Lopez was looking. He had his man in man coverage, but uh, the guy was able to push him out of bounds. Looked like number two for the Panthers was able to push him out. That's uh, Ellison on the defense. So Lopez looking to the sidelines for his call. He's got two splits to the far side. He's got Walker closest to us. He's got Snodgrass to his left in the shotgun. Looks to the sidelines again to make sure they want to stay with the call based on Huntsville's defense. They're going to call a timeout, so that's going to be a timeout, James Clemens. It's going to be their first timeout of the night with 10 or first timeout of the first half, 10.07 left to play in the first half. James Clemens on top, 14-7. to You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Welcome back to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. 10.07 left to play in the first half. James Clemens on top, 14-7. Let me kind of set up the scenario for you right now and the reason why Coach McGee called that timeout. It is fourth down, fourth and about five yards to go for the first down. Ball spotted at the Huntsville Panthers 11-yard line. So it looks like we're going to go for it. We're at the nearest hash mark. That's where the ball is spotted. You got Walker closest to us, split. You got three splits to the far side. That's, that is Johnson, Pittman, and Cunningham. Lopez in the shotgun. He's got Snodgrass to his left. He's dropping back to pass. He's going to have to roll and use his feet. He's just going to throw the ball up and out of bounds on fourth down. He was pass rushed, had two defenders in his face as he tried to roll away to the far side. Yeah, it seemed like a corner blitz, and those Huntsville high defenders were just immediately on him, forcing Gio, forcing Gio Lopez to try to roll to the far side and try to get something off. He actually almost did, just seen but he threw the ball out of bounds in the end zone. But if that had been thrown a little bit sooner, it actually could have been a really good on-point pass on the run. Yeah, he had a little too much pressure on him to really plant that foot and get rid of it. But uh, to no avail, the turnover on downs. Huntsville Panthers are going to take the ball over at their own 11-yard line with 9.59 left to play in the first half. Two splits to the near side, two to the far side. Huntsville pressure, throws it away. And he was brought down in the backfield, but he was able to get the ball off. They said... He had a receiver over there because close to intentional groundings, but he did have a receiver right there in the area where he threw it away to avoid the sack. Nice pass rush there by the James Clemens defense. Yeah, answering a pass rush with a pass rush for our own. That was actually number 12A. Both sides of the of the football player, Luca for Forey. Good pass rush there by the defense. 
So it's going to be second down for Huntsville. They're going to do a quick pass out to the far side. Caught at about the 15-yard line, past the first down marker, down to about the 24-yard line. First and 10, Huntsville Panthers on that pitch and catch. So Huntsville moving, trying to get out of deep in their own territory against this James Clemens defense that is only, like I said, average, giving up an average of 12 points per game. So first and 10, Huntsville from their own 24-yard line. Two, three splits to the near side. We got trips, one to the far side. They're going to hand it to Long up the middle. Long had a hole there, closed really fast, but he was able to pick up three yards on the carry, brings up second down. I know, like I know, I like to make comparisons between both teams running back, but I mean, if that had been Stonecrest, that's an extra five yards right there. But, but otherwise, Carlin Long still a very strong weapon for these Panthers. One thing that we have seen each and every week we've watched James Clemens are strong running backs against us. That's one thing we've seen. In 7A, you've got Dante Snodgrass for James Clements. All of these tailbacks are really strong. And good quarterback play, too. McClung flings it out fast, and he does. He's got his man, number five, pushed out of bounds at about the 30, the 43-yard line. Having a hard time seeing where that hash marker is marked. So another first down pass and catch by the Huntsville Panthers. I know we about need a telescope just to see some of the numbers on on these players. James Clements wearing the baby blue numbers on their white jerseys, which makes it really hard to see from up here. <laughs> so you got trips to the near side, one split to the far side. They're going to hand it off to the tailback up the middle. Tailback's got a hole, picks up six yards on the carry, brings up second and four as they're trying to get closer and closer to James Clemens' territory. Ball marked at about the 44-yard line of Huntsville. Again, Huntsville sticking strong to their game plan, which just seems to be either handing it up to Carlin Long to, to run it up the middle or these short little screen passes that just kind of average about four to five yards, just kind of steadily making their way up the field. Well, if you're averaging four or five yards each play, you only, I mean, by the time you get to third down, you know, you're, you're where you need to be. So it's going to be handoff to Long again up the middle, but he's going to go nowhere as he's met by the defensive line of James Clemens. So brings up third down and four again, ball spotted at the 44-yard line. Good defense there by that line. And once again, led by number 99, Darren Verhage, name we call very, very commonly, and I uh, means the same thing, but very often as well. <laughs> yeah, just, you're just saying it again. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying it again. <laughs> just want to enhance your point. Here we go. <laughs> so it brings up third down, see if the defense can hold him. Everybody's in tight on the defense. Oh, there's a ball touches the turf. McClung tries to pick it up, and he's going to be brought down for a loss on the play, and a penalty flag comes out. I believe that's going to be on James Clemens. It's going to be if they, if, if they call it for piling on, I wouldn't be surprised. So we'll see what the official says. Shot to the head, yep. Shot to the head, personal foul. So the, the James Clemens Jets, helmet to helmet, you can't do that. And uh, as we know, so that's going to move that ball from where the penalty occurred, which was about the 40-yard line. So they're going to move it and count off the steps. So it's going to be personal foul against James Clemens. That's going to give the Huntsville Panthers a first down after we had them stopped after that uh, fumble by the quarterback. Yeah, basically let Hunts- Huntsville High basically get away with a mistake. Had a pretty bad snap. Ball was on the ground. McClung was trying to recover it, and we just let them get away with that mistake. So first and 10, Huntsville, they are in James Clemens' territory. Ball marked at the 45-yard line. 
Got splits to the near side. That's two of them. Two to the far side as well. One running back in the backfield. It's going to be another quick screen pass out to number 13. He's going to catch it across the 45-yard line down to about the 40-yard line. And it's going to bring up second down, another quick pass, and picks up five yards, which, like we said, that's what they're averaging every time. Yeah, that tackle was made by number 22, Braxton Williams. I believe his first tackle of the night as well. So second and five for Huntsville. Got a whistle on the field. See what we're going to call it. I don't see any laundry down there. I don't see any yellow penalty flags. So we'll look and see what the official says. Is it going to be a heat timeout in 70-degree 70, 70 weather? Yeah, we, we'll get another heat timeout for yeah. sure. But, but uh, yeah, kickoff temperature is going to pre, pretty much stay the same. Kickoff was like 75 degrees. It's going to be about the same all through the night. So the official winds the clock, and here we go. We're under seven minutes left to play in the first half. Huntsville Panthers, second and five. Another quick pass out to number five. It's caught at the 35-yard line. He passed the 30 down to about the 25, 24-yard line is uh, the Huntsville Panthers. So they are going to have first and 10 from the James Clemens, 24. Looks like that that tackle was made by number 46, Camden Wells, kind of coming up up from the line and making a good stop, and I believe his first tackle of the night as well. So Cameron White was the receiver. We've called his name before tonight for the Huntsville Panthers. And, again, it's those quick passes that we're having a hard time defending, and uh, Huntsville Panthers are taking advantage of it. There's the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Long. Long is going to cut it back across the middle, picks up another five yards on the play. So it's going to be second down and five again, averaging, like you said, five yards every play. So Long is the running back, and he's able to, to just pick up those, just ground and pound that ball five yards every time he touches it at least. Yeah, on top of that, it may not seem like it just from watching him on the field, but – Take a look at the timer. We're already under 6.30, basically chewing off about five and a half minutes or four minutes off, off the clock just from this one drive. So the Huntsville Panthers trying to make, trying to tie the score up. James Clemens on top, 14-7. to seven. Lopez with a 12-yard uh, uh, touchdown pass to Pittman earlier in the first quarter. And then, of course, Barnett with a 70-yard pick six to bring us to 14. Another quick pass caught at the 15-yard line, crosses the 10, Goes number 13 for Huntsville. Another first down pitch and catch by uh, McClung to Lovelace. So first and 10, Huntsville. Ball is at the James Clemens eight-yard line. And tackle is again made by number 22, Braxton Williams. So James uh, Huntsville in the red zone, first and goal from the eight. Two splits to the far side. McClung's looking to throw to the end zone. He's got his man on a, on a post pattern, and it's caught by number nine, Benjamin Brookman for a Huntsville Panthers touchdown. Just a post pattern right across was untouched. Yeah, McClung kind of threaded the needle there right between two Jets defenders just to kind of get over and fall right into the hands of number nine, Benjamin Brookman, for the, for the Panthers touchdown. So Huntsville's going to line up for the extra point. Waiting on the snap. It's a low snap. It's a high kick. And it is good. So with that touchdown and extra point, we have a tie ball game. Your score, James Clemens 14, Huntsville Panthers 14 with 537 left to play in the first half. If you'll listen during the postgame show for the Mellow Mushroom Player of the Game, we'll announce it. During that post-game show, we'll have our featured jet, and what that featured jet gets is a $20 gift card from Mellow Mushroom. We've had some great 
uh, players of the game each uh, the past couple of weeks, and we'll have another one tonight uh, during our postgame show. But what we want to do right now is give you a North Alabama Gas District School Board update. So far, we got Muscle Shoals up 7-0 to zero right now on Athens in the second quarter. Sparkman extending their lead over Austin to 21 to nothing. Also in the second quarter, Colbert Heights six up 6 to nothing on Clements in the first quarter. And East Limestone currently kind of putting a mauling on Brewer 35-0 to zero right now in the wow. second. East Limestone trying to, trying to make a statement tonight. Let's hope uh, Athens can uh, pull away and get that win against Muscle Shoals. That's a big rivalry each and every each and every year. That's your North Alabama Gas District scoreboard serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Always remember to call 811 before you dig. There's the kickoff high, end-over-end kick, caught at about the 10-yard line. Going to break a couple of tackles is Pittman. Pittman gets it out to about the 36-yard line. Nice uh, 26-yard return there by Pittman. They're going to give the Jets good field position here for I would think would be the last drive of the fir- of the first half. If the Jets kind of manage the clock well, definitely try to go out with a score and then get the ball back in the next half. So Lopez, here's your quarterback, Gio Lopez. He can do it off. He can throw it. He can use his feet. He's got Snodgrass to his left, and that's what he's going to do. He's going to hand it off to Snodgrass. Snodgrass is going to be brought down for about a two-yard loss on the play. Looks like on that tackle for the Panthers was number 97, Cameron Burris McCroskey. So Snodgrass not able to go nowhere. Brings up second down and about 12. Ball spotted at the James Clemens 34-yard line. So Lopez, shotgun. Snodgrass to his right. We've got stacks to the near side. Man in motion is Pittman going from uh, right to left. Going to look to screen pass. No, Lopez is going to keep it himself and go up the middle. He's got nobody around him. He's going to cross the 35 down to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, James Clemens. James Clemens, Lopez dropped back to pass. Receivers recovered, but there was a huge gap in there right there as Lopez just took it himself all the way to the house for a nice, nice touchdown run. No flags on the play either. He saw a gap open up in that line and said, I'm just going to call my own number and take him, tuck it in, take it myself. And take it himself, he did for about 60 yards. That's a 74-yard Se- touchdown Oh, 74-yard touchdown. What a great run there by Gio Lopez. Lopez able to go 74 yards on that touchdown run, putting the James Clemens Jets back on top. As we get ready to kick the extra point, Rose snap is down, the kick is up, and it is looks good from here. Let's see what we get. And they say no. I say it looked good. I can't tell from here. So that was a missed extra point opportunity there by James Clemens. But uh, that's still, we are still on top, 20-14 to 14 with 4.44 left to play in the first half. Yeah, it looked good on our end. And I actually kind of feel a little sorry for the band over there. They were right in the line of fire of that kick. And I believe it actually might have hit someone in the band. But – Great great play there by Gio Lopez, taking advantage of, of an opening that he saw on the line, pushing through the gap, and then no one was around him as soon as he got through that gap. No, there was nobody. I mean, he, they were all covering the receivers downfield, and by the time they realized what was going on, Lopez was already 15 yards ahead of them. So he, rent, he went ran 72 yards untouched to put James Clemens back on top, 20-14. to 14. If you'll go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nomination for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week, and what we'll do is vote on a weekly poll, and we announce the winner each Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. 
The winner receives a gift card from Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from Gotcha Coverage, Spring Printing, and more. So uh, always do that. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week so that they can get that Tailgate Talk t-shirt and a gift card from Athens Applebee's. So 444 left to play in the first half. James Clemens back on top, 20-14 to over the Huntsville Panthers. Aaron Rowe kicks high, end-over-end kick again, and hits right underneath the U of the Bulldogs in the end zone because it spells out Bulldogs, and he hit right at the bottom of the U. So, uh, again, nice kickoff by Aaron Rowe. So Huntsville with 444 left to play in the first half gets the ball again, trying to follow up their successful drive. I mean, really, James Clemens had him uh, him stopped, but then there was a almost – We'll say helmet-to-helmet. I'm not going to say it was targeting, but there was a helmet-to-helmet hit on a uh, fumble by the quarterback. Uh, We had them stopped on third down, which they would have ended up having to punt. But because of the penalty, the helmet-to-helmet, that was able to get them first down and keep that drive going. So McClung dropping back to pass, looking to throw it deep. He's got his man, number 13, jumps up in the air, catches the ball at the 38-yard line. Nice throw there by McClung to number 13, Lovelace and a first down. Now we're actually starting to see a little bit more, little adaptation here from the Panthers. Instead of kind of going for a run play up the middle with number one, Carlin Long, instead of opting for a little bit of a longer pass, kind of showing a little little adaptation here. So he's going to hand it off to Long. Long's got a hole. He's going to cross the cross the forty down to about the forty three yard line. About a four yard pickup by Long with uh, under four and a half minutes left to play in the first half. I was about to say, as soon as I see that adaptation, they immediately go back to right up the middle with Long. Well, what they've been doing is doing a lot of screen passes, little quick hitches, but that pass just right before that running play was a nice little down and out that uh, was a, a really good completion. Another quick pass over to the sidelines on the far side, caught at about the 50-yard line, crosses the 50 down to into James Clemens' territory to about the 47-yard line. Another first down pass reception there for Huntsville. So first and 10, Huntsville in James Clemens' territory after that reception. McClung really, really throwing the ball well for Huntsville. Hey, very accurate passer. Very accurate passer who's been making really good plays. So they've got him listed at 6'1". They say he's he's a sophomore, so that's really good for a sophomore. A swing pass falls incomplete. Pass intended for number seven, Nathan uh, Jalen Chambers. Check that. It's going to bring up second and 10 from the James Clemens 45-yard line. If he had caught that pass, too, he would have been meeting the combined might of number 21 and 22, which are Chad Coulter and Braxton Williams right there in the backfield. So that's something that the defense has got to do. If you're going to get, I mean, they're going to do those quick passes, that's fine, but you've got to be able to collapse on that def, on that uh, receiver as quickly as you can. So McClung drops back to pass. He's looking to throw it across the middle over the head of his intended receiver, number 13, Jeremiah Lovelace. That's going to bring up third, uh, third down and 10 for Huntsville. Yeah, kind of expanding on the point you just made, yeah, with those screen passes, you got to make sure when you're the defender, you got to meet them right there. Like the only yardage they gain on that play is the one that they just made on the pass. Yeah, exactly. So third and ten, ball at the James Clemens 45-yard line. Two splits to the far side, two to the near side. McClung looks over to the sidelines. He's got his running back Carlin Long to his uh, left. He's going to swap his receivers out on the on the near side. Thirteen and nine are going to swap places. So they're still split. Closest to us, 
Long's going to come out for a screen, but McClung's looking to throw it deep, but he's got a pass rush on him. He's running away. He's going to cross the 40, pass the 35 slides. They're going to say he started his slide at about the 32-yard line, uh, but that that uh, scramble right there netted a first down. Yeah, end up getting a little bit of space, for, creating space from the pass rush. McClung actually showing he's, a little, he's also quick on his feet as well, not just a good passer. Going to be something for the Jets defense to take into account here moving forward. So Jax McClung is the quarterback. He's a sophomore for Huntsville. He has been really poised tonight. He's thrown a couple of interceptions. Uh, one was a tip, and then one was uh, right on the first drive. Wasn't where it needed to be. They're going to hand it off to Long up the middle. Long's going to bumble the kind of kind of bobble the the handoff, but he's going to pick up ten yards on the play once he got control of the ball. So first and ten for the Huntsville Panthers as they are driving again into James Clemens territory. Ball is marked at the James Clemens 20-yard line. With 319 and counting left to play in the first half, James Clemens on top, 20-14. to McClung in its shotgun, three trips to the far side. Looks like James Clemens is going to jump off sides. We're going to move the ball in a little closer. And that's exactly what the officials say, offsides against James Clemens. So we're going to move it further into James Clemens territory. It's going to be first and five for Huntsville at the James Clemens 15. So clock's at 310 and holding. Shotgun formation, trips to the far side, one receiver split to the near side, running back to the left of the quarterback. He's going to move right behind him. Takes the snap, hands it off to Long. That's the running back right up the middle. Long's going to push his way forward for about a seven-yard carry, another first down, first and goal for Huntsville at the eight-yard line of James Clemens. It just met there by a mix, about two or three Jets defenders. Looks Looks like the one who led on that tackle was number 22, Braxton Williams, defensive back, called his name out a couple times today. So Huntsville looking to put some points on the board before the end of the half, 244 and counting. First and goal, eight-yard line of the James Clemens Jets. Huntsville, shotgun formation. Trips to the far side, one to the near, one split to the near side. Running back to the left of McClung. That is long. He's been the tailback all night long. The ball is up. It's thrown. It is caught in the end zone by number five. That is Cameron White. McClung to Cameron White. Touchdown and a penalty flag on the play. We'll see what the call is. I took my eyes off the field. Didn't see it. It seemed to be probably unsportsmanlike conduct. Yep. Okay. So the reception in the end zone. Unsportsmanlike conduct by the Huntsville Panthers. So that's going to move that. Check that. Yep. Huntsville Panthers. So they line up for the extra point. 2.23 left to play in the first half. Panthers have tied the ball game 20-all as we get ready to kick the extra point. Everybody's lined up. Just waiting on the word, the whistle. So the, basically McClung just kind of threw the ball up and, and the receiver was able to just jump up and snatch it out of the air. Yeah, just a good turnaround. It would have got a little more height on it, just kind of caught it up pretty high, landed soft for the touchdown. So an eight-yard touchdown pass by McClung to his uh, receiver, Lovelace, in the end zone. The kick is up, and it looked good from here, and it is. So with 2.23 left to play in the first half, 
Huntsville takes their first lead of the ball game, 21 to 20 on top of the Jets right now, as uh, the Jets are going to get the ball back with just a little over two minutes left to play in the first half. I've, I think I've made the same kind of predi- prediction before. Two and a half minutes is still a good amount of time there to, to drive up the field, potentially get a score before going into the locker room for the second half. And the Jets do get the ball back to start the second half as well. And we actually just saw a drive that took under a minute. Gio Lopez with that 70-plus yard run. That took under a minute. We could see another one like that here. Well, let's hope we do because I'd like to get some more points on before we go into halftime. So as uh, James Clemens lines up to receive – the kickoff, you've got Walker back there standing at about his 20, also Pittman at the 20, and uh, they are moving the ball back further because of the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct call against the Huntsville Panthers after the touchdown reception uh, in the end zone. I guess the call was on Lovelace since he was the receiver there in the end zone. Yep. So the ball is going to be kicked off from the Huntsville Panthers' 25-yard line. Like I said, now Pittman and uh, Walker move to about the 25-yard line. We'll see if this kicker can get it a little deeper. Here we go. Ready to kick it off. Kick is high. Kind of a wobbly kick. Walker's going to touch it at about the 15-yard line, pick it up at the 15. He's going to cross the 25 down to the 30, and he's going to be pushed backwards to about the 25-yard line. Penalty flag on the play. We'll see what the call is. They're going to spot him right now at the 28-yard line. Let's see what the officials say on the penalty flag. See if we've got to go a little bit further back. Maybe it was on Huntsville. Nope, that's going to be against. It's going to be a holding call against the Jets. So they're going to move it back a little bit further. So it'll be first and 10, James Clemens in their own territory with 2.15 left to play in the first half. Huntsville on top, 21-20. to 20. So they're going to spot the ball at the James Clemens 18-yard line. So it'll be first and 10, James Clemens from their own 18 with just over two minutes left to play in the first half. Lopez brings his offense out from the sidelines. He's going to have Snodgrass in the backfield with him. We're going to probably put Pittman and Walker to the near side. That's exactly what we do. We've got Pittman and Walker to the near side. We've got Cunningham and Johnson to the far side. Both, All four of them are split out, two on each side. Snodgrass is going to be to the left. They're going to fake the handoff. He's, Lopez is going to roll to the far side. He's going to dump it off to number five, Pittman. Pittman's going to cross the 30, down to about the 35, still on his feet, 40, pushed out of bounds or brought down inbounds. At about the 44-yard line, it looks like, maybe 43. So nice, nice rece- reception there by Pittman from Lopez. Yeah, very – honestly, Pittman's one of the be- one of the best on James Clemens to just kind of – as soon as he catches the ball, to just plant his feet, cut up, and then turn up field on very fast. And also a good block there by number 19, Kobe Johnson, to kind of make a little extra room for him. So two splits again to the far side, two to the near side. Lopez shakes off a defender. He gets around. He's throwing it deep. He's got Tyreek Walker deep in the, at about the 10-yard line. Incomplete. Yep, there's the penalty flag. That's what we were looking for. Pass interference in that coverage. Uh, good throw there by Lopez. Threw it to about the 10-yard line and just in and out of the hands of Tyreek Walker. But we know why, because he was interfered. Yeah, very accurate on the deep pass. Huntsville defender was not even turning around to look at the pass. Eyes just straight up on Tyreek Walker. Not even looking at the ball inevitable pass interference call. 
All right, so we're moving. Minute 42 left to play in the first half. James Clemens trying to put some points on the board before we go in at halftime. And like you said, we get the ball back to start the second half. So it'd be nice to get some points on the board in both of those drives. Finish this drive strong and then start the next drive in the second half with another touchdown. Lopez, shotgun, Snodgrass to his left. Snodgrass is going to drop out. They're going to flare it out to Lo- to Snodgrass. He's going to cross the 40, down to the 30. He's going to cut it across the middle. 20, 10. He's going to go into the end zone. Well, they're going to say he went out of bounds at the two-yard line. Nice run there after the, the little screen pass by Lopez to Snodgrass. Falls out of bounds at the two-yard line. First and goal for the Jets. Almost had just. Just lost grip of the ball right as he was about to cross the end zone. But either way, we're under the five-yard line in Huntsville High territory. Very good spot for the Jets. About a minute and a half left on the clock. Let's see what their offense can do. So got pretty much everybody in tight. Lopez is looking to the sidelines. No, we're going to go Wildcat. Snodgrass in the Wildcat formation. We've seen this before. It's going to go to him. He's going to keep it and run it up the middle. He's going to try to bounce it to the outside. Does he get in? Now they're going to say he's short. They're going to mark him at about the one. Really, it's not. You can't get much closer to the end zone than where they've got that ball marked right there without being in the end zone. He's about half a yard away from just crossing the line. And wildcat option here for the Jets. My opinion, good call. Good call here for the offense. So Snodgrass takes the snap. He's going to run it to the near side, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, James Clemens. Nice run there by uh, Snodgrass again. He was the one who kind of made that as, as he caught that reception on that flare pass to the left and brought it all the way down to the two and then uh, were able to run it in himself for the touchdown. So that's going to put the Jets back on top with a minute three left to play in the first half. Right now we're at 26-21, to 21, and the officials are going to call for an official timeout, and we're going to take one as well, just a real quick timeout, and then we'll come back to try for this extra point. 26-21 right now. Jets on top of the Panthers. Minute three left to play in the first half. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible Textbook Series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. We set it up for you. James Clemens just scored a touchdown. Dante Snodgrass able to run it in from a yard out, putting us back on top, 26-21 over the Huntsville Panthers with a minute three left to play in the first half as Aaron Rowe is going to know. We're going to go for two here. That's what it looks like. So we've got uh, Snodgrass right now in the backfield, going to do the Wildcat formation again as the ball is spotted at the three-yard line. So trying to make up that missed extra point from earlier. So Snodgrass looks over to the sidelines, takes the play, goes up. Everybody's in tight except looks like uh, Pittman on the far side. No, that's Cunningham. So Snodgrass is going to take that snap, and uh, looks like the play clock was running down. So James Clemens calls another timeout. Coach McGee, smart move there by Coach. It was very close. I believe the, the timer had just either hit zero or was right about to hit zero right when he called that timeout. 
Yeah, that, and that, we didn't, you didn't want to move that back right there. You didn't want to move it back at all. So follow us on Twitter at PAS Network and look for Play Action Sports on Facebook. We'll keep you updated on scores via ScoreStream tonight and throughout the week. And speaking of which, we'll take another little score break. It's a North Alabama Gas District scoreboard. Bailey, where are we at? So right now, Colbert Heights is up 20-6 to right now on Clements still in the second quarter. East Limestone and Brewer have just hit halftime. East Limestone extending their lead 40 to 49 to nothing. And then Muscle Shoals and Athens has just hit halftime as well, with Muscle Shoals still leading 7 to nothing. So that's your North Alabama Gas District scoreboard serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Always remember to call 811 before you dig. So going for the two-point conversion, we got Lopez back in the shotgun formation. Snodgrass is going to line up to his left. He's got uh, Pittman to the far side split out. Walker looks like... Uh, can't see from the far side. Looks like Cunningham is split out a little bit further left on the other side. So, yeah, uh, Pittman going in motion. Lopez rolls to the left. He's got his man right there in the end zone. Touch. Uh, no, two-point conversion is good. I wanted to call a <laughs> touchdown again. But uh, Lopez hits Kamari Pittman for the two-point conversion. It's good. Jets go on top 28-21. to 21. So, it looks like. At least hopefully about a minute left, Jets are going to go into the second half and into halftime with a seven-point lead. But as we're saying that, it looks like the rest are kind of converging and the Jets' offense is coming back on the field. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I, nobody's given us any indication. I didn't see a penalty flag out there. Does anybody else see it? I didn't see one either. So I'm not seeing what's going on. Just, just to recap, that was a two-point conversion was good. Should have put us up 28-21, but we're waiting to see what the call is from the official. I'm calling conspiracy. Yeah, they're saying it was an illegal shift. So they're going to move the ball back on that two-point conversion try. So I don't see a penalty flag. I didn't see one either. At the end of the play, I did not see any kind of flag, not near, not near the line of scrimmage, not near the end zone, nothing. So that's going to move the ball back. They're going to put it at the eight-yard line as we retry this two-point conversion. Still did not see an official throw a flag nor pick one up. So here we go. Lopez, shotgun, two splits to the near side, one to the far side. Drops back to pass. Rush, he's going to throw it up. Pass is caught in the end zone by Sodgrass. Two-point conversion is good. Anybody got any laundry on the field? That one's good. They're calling it. All right. Two-point conversion is good. Puts the Jets on top, 28-21. little pitch and catch there by Lopez to Snodgrass. A little blessing in the skies. They gave us a second chance. They gave us another shot at a two-point conversion, and we just made another one that looked cooler. Nice little throw. It was a high throw that just dropped right into Snodgrass's hands at the back of the end zone to make that two-point conversion good. And so with that, 28-21 with a minute two left to play in the first half. So Aaron Rowe comes out and gets ready to kick off again. My prediction is going to put it in the end zone. I would, I would put money down right now that he would kick it in the end zone. <laughs> That's what he's been known to do each and every time on the kickoffs. So he's standing at his 40-yard line getting ready to kick off. Jets on, uh, Jets on top of Panthers, 28-21. Two Panthers back deep to receive at the 5-yard line. They have not touched a kickoff tonight. So we'll see if we can keep that streak going. It's homecoming tonight for the Huntsville Panthers. And a lot of people over here on this side, on the home side, we are at Lewis Cruz Stadium on the campus of Alabama A&M. 
playing on the turf tonight. That's a high um, kick. It's going to fall short of the end zone. It's going to be fielded at the five-yard line. It's going to be brought out to the 20. And he's going to be pushed back to about the 16, but they're going to give him his forward momentum at the 22-yard line. Okay. So they're going to say 21-yard line is where they're going to spot the ball. So it'll be first and 10, Huntsville, from their own 21 with a 55 with 55 seconds left to play in the first half. Well, I'm glad I didn't put money down on that kickoff. I would have lost a lot. But <laughs> – but it seemed to kind of just get under a little bit, almost kind of like a chip shot in golf, just kind of just kind of nice and high, a little slow, but we caught it early on, and they're not going to get hardly any extra yardage from it. So let's have the defense hold us tight, hold this lead with just under a minute left to play in the first half. Huntsville Panthers offense comes out. Huntsville, they, they've been pretty effective on those little little quick passes and long running the ball. McClung's going to run to his roll to his far side and then throw back to the near side. Pass is caught by number five. He's going to run out of bounds at about the 28-yard line, but we got a penalty flag on the play. My guess would be holding on Huntsville High. Could be. Could be. Legal shift. Be a lineman downfield. So we're looking to bring that ball back. Yep. That's exactly what it is. So you've got – we're going to replay first down. Going to move the ball back to about the Huntsville 17-yard line. So first down, first and 15 for the Panthers with 48 seconds left to play in this first half. So McClung kind of rolled to his far side but then threw it to the near side. Let's see if uh, let's see if the defense can hold. Here we go. He's got three trips to the far side. He's going to hand it to Long up the middle. Long's going to go maybe a yard, maybe – yeah, they're going to say a yard is going to bring up second down. Clock still running. We're under 40 seconds left and still going. Nobody's going to call timeout. Yeah. McClung looking to the sidelines. Yeah, Huntsville doesn't seem to be any kind of hurry here. Their offense doesn't really seem to be geared toward those long kind of passes, more kind of just short, steady offense. McClung has been pretty consistent at quarterback for Huntsville. He's got two splits to the far side, two to the near side. He's going to throw a quick screen to number 13, caught by Lovelace. Lovelace is going to cross the 30 down to about the 31-yard line, and he's going to be about two yards short of the first down, so it's going to bring up third and two for Huntsville. We're under five seconds, three, two, and that's going to do it for the first half. At the end of the first half, your score right now, James Clemens 28, the Huntsville Panthers 21. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll listen to the James Clemens Marching Band and their tribute to Journey. It's one of my favorite halftime shows, man. They've done a great job with that. Can't wait to hear it. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. Time for our Play Action Sports sideline shout-out. A tip of the hat from the head coaches to their assistants on the sidelines. Our running back coach is Austin Marsh. He's in his first year here at J.C., and uh, you know, we're real glad to have him on board. Uh, came, came from Athens, um, yeah, uh, his previous stop, and um, you know he's a football baseball coach, um, and uh He's done an outstanding job. Obviously, the success that you know that Dante's had, uh, you know, he's done a really good job coaching him um, and all our running backs. So we're, we're real happy to have him on board. Um, and then uh, in his third stint with JC, we've got a, uh, a Jamison Steele who's helping out with our running backs and receivers and in various roles on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but he's back with us this year and. Uh, He's doing a really good job of our offense and just great all around with our kids and uh, relating to the kids. 
and uh, the relationships he has with them. He, he's, he's doing an outstanding job there. And then uh, uh, we've got Keith Wainwright, who is uh, actually a Huntsville graduate um, and then went on and played at UNA and finished up at A&M. Um, he's coaching our outside linebackers, and uh, it, this is his first year. So, again, another guy that's just really good with the kids, really good relationships with the kids, and, uh, you know, has – you know, uh, just been a you know good utility uh, knife for us to bounce around between our star position and the bandit. Um, two two different outside linebacker positions, but uh, he's done a great job for us. We're happy, excited to have him with us as well. That's tonight's sideline shout out. We'll be back with a halftime show after this from Play Action Sports. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Welcome back to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. Your halftime score, James Clemens on top, 28-21 on the home team Huntsville Panthers. But right now we're going to take a, take a listen to the James Clemens Marching Band play us a little journey. So here they are, James Clemens, marching band.
That was the James Clemens Marching Band with their rendition of Journey, a little Don't Stop Believing right there to close it out. Uh, each each week when I hear that, it, it is definitely, it gets better each and every time. Journey, of course, being one of my favorite bands. Hey, but listen, what we're going to do is take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to meet with uh, the athletic director from James Clemens, Mr. Jason Watts. Right now at halftime, your score, James Clemens on top of Huntsville, 28-21. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. When Keith and Amy Richards went on a Greek vacation in 1997, their goal was to create savory foods from simple ingredients. Thus, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe was born with their healthy spin on traditional Greek food in the form of salads, gyros, sandwiches, and soups. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, located at 105 Brookridge Drive, Suite A, just off Highway 72 in Madison. Open Monday through Sunday, 10.30 a.m. till 9 p.m. Call 724-6554 or visit them online at tzatzikiscafe.com. Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe. Originality is our nationality. This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible textbook series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's. Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a t-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports, your halftime score. 
James Clemens Jets on top of the Huntsville Panthers, 28-21. to 21. And tonight we've got in, in the booth with us our guest, the athletic director from James Clemens, Mr. Jason Watts. Jason, good to have you, man. Glad to be here, guys. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, man. We This is our third James Clemens game of the year, and, and uh, it gets exciting each and every week. It's been a fun season. Uh, just, you know, you got to love high school football and – uh, so far, we've been fortunate to be on top, and so it's it's go, it's going good. Well, you, I mean, you mentioned that uh, right now you're four and zero. James Clemens four and zero for the first time in school history. Which, to me, when I found that out, I was I was surprised because James Clemens has had some success over the course of the past few years. Coach Waldrop uh, was able to to get this program going, and now Coach McGee looks like he just stepped in and and continued that on. Very similar in style. I mean, it, it, there are some differences, but you got two guys that are focused and do a great job of we both guys built great staffs coach McGee's done the same we've got two coaches from last year's staff the rest of the guys are all brand new um it's just a good group of guys that work well together and they're doing a great job with the with the team so is that what you were looking for when you when when you found out coach Waldrop was leaving and when you were looking to hire the next coach just somebody that could come in and just carry this program even further yeah we were looking for someone that had been a part of a big time program um, and, uh, you know, we started ha- having some guys reach out to us. Um, I kind of funny how our history goes back with Coach McGee from Sanford. We played football there together for a year before we both transferred to Alabama, but um, reached out to Coach McGee to see what his plans were. And at the time, honestly, didn't even know that he had been a head coach um, prior to that and just kind of, you know, gauged his interest and kind of things went from there. Well, he, him being a defensive coordinator, you can see the difference uh, with, with this defensive staff that he's put together, the defensive line um, and, the, and the secondary. I mean, you guys are, you know, at holding opponents to about 12 points per game. Tonight we're at 21, but, but on the average, I mean, it, it, the defensive side of the ball has been fantastic. Yeah, well, you've got to be able to, you've got to, be able to get off the field <laughs> on defense. So it's a uh, – Coach – McGee takes a lot of pride in that, and it, it tells with his with uh, his intensity on, both on and off the field, and the guys are doing a good job with his expectations and, and, and executing. So overall, I mean, we, we, we love James Clemens football. That's why we're here tonight. But uh, James Clemens overall from an athletic standpoint is really starting to make a mark in North, North Alabama. Uh, lots of great things going on. Is there anything that we can kind of expect new coming up in the next few years that you guys have planned? Well, I think probably one of the things that's just a matter of time will be uh, lacrosse with um, the Alabama High School Athletic Association. We have a, we have a pretty large club team um, through JC, and it's really growing in Madison with the youth from, like, little kids up. Um, and so that's something that I feel will be a part of high school athletics really soon and not just as a club team. Um but outside of that, I think, you know, just with everything else we're doing, it's a, you know, James Clemens is a special place. There's a lot of great people, a lot of really good kids. And, uh, you know, they, they buy into what the coaches, the, their expectations. And, and they, you know, our coaches, I tell them always, coach the guy, coach them hard, um, love them harder, and, and squeeze every bit of talent out of them you can. And so our coaches are doing a good job. You know, we've had several turnovers this year in, in some sports where we've hired a new softball coach. Uh, coach Bradley Kimbrew uh, comes over from Sheffield. He's doing an outstanding job of creating excitement in the program and building things. Uh, Monica Maxwell taking over with the uh, girls' basketball. 
Um, same thing, a lot of energy, a young, energetic coach that's really working the girls. And she's the same thing with Coach McGee. She's been a part of, you know, championship basketball and high school level, and she, she knows what it looks like. And so it's just, you know, taking where Coach Tucker left things and just continuing to build. Is that what kind of drew you to James Clemens as well, just the, the, the kind of the upswing, the way it was headed, the program and the school and the system? Yeah, always. You know, you, you're always looking. I was when I moved up to Huntsville um, at Spartman for four years. I was very grateful for Mr. Shaw for giving me a chance and learned a lot. Um, my kids are both my both my kids are in Madison City. We we live in Madison, and so whenever the opportunity called, and you know, when Rocky called me when he was leaving and said, "Hey, man, I'm leaving, but I can't tell you anything. Is it okay if Dr. Clayton gives you a call?" And I was like, "Absolutely." Um, and so I've really been spoiled because I've never I've never had a job where I'm two minutes from home to work, and so it's uh it's it's pretty nice. That's got to be awesome. Well, we heard last week when we, we met with uh, met with Clay Coleman, who does the PA for for James Clemens football. He said there's a lot of great things that are happening with James Clemens. Just looking at Madison City School Stadium, I understand you guys are getting a uh, big school board, get a little video screen. Yeah, it's been in the talks. We we thought it may be in there for this year with the company that we were working with. They kind of they kind of dialed back on their plans, but I think now we're we've got things lined up to hopefully. Um, you know, do some do some renovations there as far as locker rooms um, with the new middle school coming in, um, and just you know trying to trying to make sure that we keep things nice and uh, do things right. So it's it's a lot of exciting things going on. Well, let's just keep this going because right now, I mean, we're on top twenty eight twenty one. Sure would be nice to get to go five and zero for the first time in school. That's right. Day. That would help us take a big big step of uh, you know being probably probably after tonight a three way tie for first in the region with uh, with Spartman. I think they're up on Austin right now, so it'll be uh, could set up a really big game over in Harvest here in a couple weeks. Looking forward to that. We'll be there to call that game too. So uh, we're really excited, and we just appreciate you guys letting us come in and do the broadcast. And it's just been lots of fun this year. We're glad to have you guys, and uh, you're always welcome at all of our events so we're looking forward for the rest of the football and moving into basketball well thank you mr jason watts the athletic director james clemens high school appreciate his time and uh, like i said the score right now 28 21 james clemens on top of the huntsville panthers and uh, we're we're wrapping up halftime there's a homecoming show going on right now but uh, when we come back uh, we'll talk a little bit about a recap from the first half and get ready for some second half action you're listening to james clemens high school football on play action sports The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. 
Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. Hey, this is Jim from Lawler's Barbecue. A lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke. Well, guess what? You never will because we cook it in Lewisburg, Tennessee at our USDA facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality so no matter which store you come to, you get the same great taste. Phillip's been cooking barbecue since 1978, and I promise you, he's got the hang of it. He's been doing it so long, he doesn't want to be cremated. He's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals. So come try some Lawler's Barbecue at any of our seven locations today. Lawler's Barbecue. Cook slow. Serve fast. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it, and that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pipe. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk, Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to James Clements Football right here on Play Action Sports. And uh, your halftime score as we wrap it up is 28-21. James Clemens on top of the Huntsville Panthers. And uh, it's like I said, it's homecoming here for the Huntsville Panthers. But right now, James Clemens is on top. We were able to score uh, just under a minute left to play in the first half and uh, get that touchdown to take the lead again. Uh, and then we're going to get the ball again the second half to start it off. And then looking forward to hopefully – 
running it down there and, and, and getting it in the end zone to, to increase that lead. If you just kind of look at um, look at what the first half kind of brought to us, uh, James Clemens was able to score a touchdown uh, pass, a 12-yard pass from uh, Lopez to, to Kamari Pittman uh, with 9.49 in the first quarter. And then right after that, with about 4.51 left to play in the first quarter, uh, there was a 70-yard 70, 70 uh, pick uh, Pick six by Cam Barnett, and uh, that, that put us up 14 to nothing. But then, of course, the uh, Huntsville Panthers were able to strike back and uh, get seven points. And then, of course, uh, 444 left to play in the, sec- in the, in the first half, 72-yard touchdown run by Lopez. And then, like I said, Snodgra- Snodgrass Dante was able to run it in there from a yard out to bring us up to 28-21. But, hey, you know what? The, the Panthers have hung tough this whole first half. Yeah, they've hung tough on – Mainly on the back of number one, Carlin Long. Really, that running back. Really, that running back has been very key for them, as well as number three, Jack McClung, making some really good passes. So, as we get ready to start the second half, there's the kickoff. It looks like uh, Walker's going to take it at about his five. He's going to cross the ten, round it out to the fifteen, crosses the twenty down to the twenty-five, brought down from behind at about the twenty-two yard line. So it's going to be that's where the James Clemens Jets are going to start the second half with eleven fifty-one left to play in the third quarter, starting first and ten from their own twenty-one yard line. Yeah, looks, well, it looks to be about the twenty-six. Check that. Yeah, about the twenty-six yard line yeah. again. Expecting good stuff here from Giovanni Lopez. Jets probably going to bring out their standard offense here. Going to give it to Dante Snodgrass. Going to push up the field. Let's see what they can do here. So you got two splits to the near side, one to the far side, one running back to the right to the left of uh, Lopez. It's going to be a little reverse pitch under, little reverse jet sweep action from uh, Lopez to Snodgrass. Snodgrass was lined up in the slot formation. It was actually Pittman who was to the left of Lopez. Snodgrass came underneath. It was a nice little underhand pitch. Pickups eight, pickup of nine yards on the carry, bringing a second and one for the Jets. Yeah, kind of a new kind, new kind of reverse here. We hadn't really seen that from the Jets' offense. I kind of want to see that implemented more. I like that one. So Lopez in the shotgun. He's going to put a man in motion. That's going to be Snodgrass. He's going to fake the handoff to Snodgrass. It's going to be a quick throw across the middle. Pass intended for Pittman. It's going to fall incomplete. No, check that. That's Cunningham. Pass intended for Terrence Cunningham. Hits him off the shoulder pad, thrown a little bit behind him. It's going to bring a third and one. So the Jets, third and one from their own uh, 30 seven-yard line is where they've got the ball spotted, 36-yard line. So we're going to put a man in motion again. That's Snodgrass going to run him up the middle. He's going to get the first down plus a couple of more yards as he pushes that line forward to about the 40-yard line, first and 10, James Clemens. Kind of the tried-and-true one-yard play there from the Jets. Just give it to Dante Snodgrass, throw him up the middle, and get that first down. Snodgrass goes over to the sidelines. Looks like he's going to take a breather. Comes in. Pittman is going to be split to the near side along with Walker. You've got Kobe Johnson to the far side, Terrence Cunningham also to the far side, Lopez in the backfield. Not sure who that number is that came in and replaced Snodgrass, but it's going to be handed off to him. We're going to get that number for you in just a second. He's going to cross the 40, probably about a two-yard pickup there by the running back for James Clemens. So it's going to bring up second and eight for the Jets. So here we go. Let's look like Ballard or Ballard. I think it was Ballard on the running back, number six. So Ballard's going to stay in the backfield with Lopez. It's going to be one split to the near side. That is Walker. Two splits to the far side, Cunningham and Pittman. Lopez, shotgun formation. He's going to roll out. He's going to be brought down in the backfield. Sack. Loss on the play. 
of about five yards. So it's going to bring up uh, third and long for the Jets. That seemed to be number eight for the Panthers, Nathan Sullivan on the tackle. Yeah, it looked like he came in from his defensive end position and was able to get the sack. No, check that, from his inside linebacker position. So they did a little blitz there and was able to bring Lopez down, which is not an easy task. Lopez draws back to pass. He's going to pump fake, and he's going to fall in and out of the hands of Ballard as it's going to bring up fourth down for the Jets. So Lopez kind of dropped back to pass. It was a quick pass. He had a rush on, but they had a little little screen pass thrown right there in the middle, and it just fell right out of Ballard's hands. And Mizzet are going to bring up the first punt situation here for the Jets. So back to punt for the Jets is Aaron Rowe, number 41. He also does kickoff duties and field goal duties. The receiver for the Panthers is standing at about his 28-yard line as he keeps moving back. Rowe's punt, it's a low punt. It's going to be fielded at about the 35-yard line. Fair caught. They're going to say fair caught it at the 34. So first and 10, Panthers from their own 34-yard line. Panthers going to be in relatively good field position here, almost – like, again, like you said, around the, I believe, a 35-yard line on their own side. Again, powerful offense, mainly a very steady kind of offense, screen passes, short screen passes, pretty short runs, but one that gets them up the field and shoots off the clock pretty well. So they did move the ball back to the 34. So McClung's got trips to the far side, one split to the near side. He's going to hand it off to Long on the far side, and he's going to be brought down for about a they're, – they're going to say no gain on the play. Looked like he was brought down for a loss, but they're going to say no gain on the play. It's going to bring up second down and 10. You had that defensive line from, from James Clemens able to shoot that gap and able to bring, uh, bring Long down. It seemed like that was number – I believe number 92, Julian Poe, there on the tackle. I believe that was his first of the game. So they flipped it, got trips to the near side. He's got one split to the far side. He's got quarterbacks got long, the tailback, to his left. McClung is the quarterback. He is a sophomore. He's going to move his running back over to his far side. He's going to drop back to pass. He's looking to throw it deep. He's got his man open, number 13. Lovelace is caught at the 30-yard line, 20-10. Into the end zone goes Lovelace. For a touchdown pass, McClung, Lovelace had his man beat and uh, just went into the end zone untouched. Yeah, just completely beat his defender, I believe. On defense was number 12, Luca for Forey. Yeah, as he just created the wideout, just created a good amount of space there. Number three, J- Jax McClung has been on point with his passes pretty much all night, was just able to capitalize there. 76 yard touchdown pass. McClung to Lovelace. That's uh, Lovelace's second touchdown reception of the night. He was able to score in the first half as well. The kick, the extra point is up, and it is good, and that will tie your ball game with 8.46 left to play in the third quarter. We're all knotted up at 28, Jets and Panthers, and uh, Jets not able to capitalize on the first drive of the second half, punted the ball, and in three plays, the Panthers are in the end zone. This is a different kind of offense that we saw from the Panthers in the first half. First half, their offense was more steady. Again, kind of like how I was saying earlier, more screen passes, kind of short runs up the middle, just trying to steadily making their way down the field. That was really one of their first deep ball attempts of the ball game, and it seemed to work out for them. So with 8.46 left to play in the third quarter, the Jets are going to receive their second kickoff of the second half as Tyreek Walker and uh, Kamari Pittman line up at about their 10-yard line to receive the kickoff. 
So, uh, you know, the defense kind of giving up a lot of points tonight. We talked about how they were holding people to an average of 12 points per game with the outlier being the Bob Jones game that went into overtime. But the Panthers coming in, scoring a lot of points last week against uh, Bob Jones, 49 points to be exact, even in the loss, uh, 52 to 49, but staying with the Jets tonight. So here we go, kickoff. The kick is up, high, end over end kick. Walker's going to field it at about his 11-yard line, crosses the 20, tries to bounce it out to the 30, goes out of bounds at the 32-yard line, and so it would be first and 10 Jets from their own 32. Tune in for Play Action Sports updates three times each weekday for school, youth, and amateur sports news from Limestone County area on 1080 AM WKAC. And you can also... Listen to the Lawler's Fan of the Week. We'll announce the Lawler's Fan of the Week tonight during our post-game show, and you can enter in your name for Lawler's Fan of the Week by going to pasnetwork.net. We'll announce the winner during the post-game show of each James Clemens ball game. The winner gets $20 Tasty Bucks from Lawler's Barbecue, and we'll announce that winner later on in the post-game show. James Clemens, first and 10, from their own 34-yard, 33-yard line. Handoff to Snodgrass, up the middle. He's got a hole, crosses the 40 down to about the 45-yard line. Nice 15-yard pickup there by Snodgrass. Yeah, Snodgrass wasting no time on that answer from Huntsville's previous drive, looking to make an explosive start here for the for the Jets' offensive run. So no huddle on the offense. We're going to go right into it. Lopez takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Snodgrass. Quick pass out to Walker. Walker pushed out of bounds at about the 46-yard line, 44-yard line. In a, we're in Huntsville territory. So looks like a first down. No, they're going to say he was a yard short. 46-yard line is where they're going to mark it. So it's second and one after that nine-yard reception. But we are in Huntsville Panther territory. Lopez gets his offense to the line quickly. We're going to go quick. He's looking over to the sideline. Snodgrass is the single back. He's got uh, Tyreek Walker to the near side. Split. He's got Kobe Johnson. It looks like Pittman on the far side. Split. Takes the snap. Hands it off. No, fakes the handoff to Snodgrass. Looking to throw it deep. He does. He fakes the handoff, but he gives it to Snodgrass right there. Snodgrass breaks a tackle at the 10-5. Touchdown, James Clemens. Nice. What? And that play just developed. It really developed. That's not who he wanted to throw to at all. He was able to go to his third read. He had faked the handoff to Snodgrass up the middle and was able to see that the other one recovered. That was his third read dump pass right to Snodgrass. Snodgrass able to get it in for the nice touchdown run. Yeah, yeah. Gio was immediately being pressured by the Huntsville defenders. was able to get a good pass off to Snodgrass, who then broke, I believe two defenders right there just kind of squeezed out from in between them and was able to score for the Jets. So 46-yard touchdown reception by Dante Snodgrass from Lopez. Lopez's second touchdown pass of the night. The kick is up, and it is good. So James Clemens answers right back with 8.09 left to play in the third quarter. 35-28 is your score, and uh, that's what we needed right there. A good momentum killer answer there from the Jets. Huntsville, after making that really good offensive drive, that long pass to tie up the score, Jets immediately came right back with it with an answer of their own. Just kind of shut down that momentum. And so now we're about to go next into Huntsville's offensive drive. And we're going to see what changes here. Well, I know that we, we, we're trying to defend that screen pass, but now we've got to look because McClung has an arm. He's, he is not, not scared to throw it. He is a sophomore that has been well poised tonight. So Aaron Rose lining up to kick off as the uh, the Huntsville Panthers receivers are standing at about their five-yard line. On the last kickoff, 
That's where Aaron Rowe put it was the five-yard line. I'd like to see him punch it in the end zone. So Snodgrass puts it on the tee as we get ready for some more James Clemens football action. So Snodgrass has two touchdowns tonight, one touchdown run, one 46-yard touchdown reception just now. Lopez, two touchdowns tonight. We also have a 70-yard pick six by Barnett, and uh, that brings your score, 35-28. James Clemens right now on top of Huntsville. And the kick is going to go right where we thought it would. It's going to be right between the B and the U in the end zone. So it's a touchback and uh, be Huntsville Panthers first and 10 from their own 20. Yeah, kind of like you said, we got to with James Clemens, this defense coming on. Huntsville, again, not afraid to throw the deep pass. Jax McClung has been very accurate on his passes so far tonight. So now maybe, maybe that first half has been kind of conditioning with James Clemens' defense to watch for that screen so they can open up the option of the deep ball. So we're going to see how the Jets' defense adjusts here. So the Huntsville Panthers come out. They want to spread everything out. they got trips to the far side, one split to the near side, one running back. He's going to hand it off to the running back. That's long. Number one, he's going to pick up a couple of yards but be brought down after about two yards on the play. So it's going to bring up – they're going to say he picked up four yards on the play. So it's going to bring up second and six from about the 24-yard line. Yeah, his defensive line for the Jets still very stout. That met uh, Long very early on. Not going to let him get too far. So Long is a six-foot, 170-pound sophomore. So you've got Long as a sophomore, McClung as a sophomore. I'm going to tell you what – Huntsville's got some uh, some weapons in the backfield. So it's going to be a handoff again to, to Long, and he's going to put the ball on the turf. He's going to recover his own fumble. It's going to be third down and six for Huntsville. Almost a break for James Clemens. So Long able to fall on his own fumble. Kind of a bad handoff there between he and McClung. 7-17 and counting right now in the third quarter. James Clemens on top, 35-28. McClung looks to the sidelines. He's got two splits to the near side, one to the far side, or two to the far side. His running back is Carlin Long. He's to his left. There's the snap. Everybody's going out. McClung looks to throw it deep. He had some pressure. He throws it underneath to Lovelace. Number 13, nice catch and reception. First down, ball at the 36-yard line. It's going to be first and 10, Huntsville. Back, back to kind of their usual offense, be short passes, be short runs, just going to steadily make their way up the field. Let's see how James Clemens answers. So Lovelace able to go out about 10 yards and then do a little curl in and uh, picks up the first down on that reception by, by uh, Lovelace from McClung. We're going back to trips to the far side. That's what's going on. They're spreading this defense out, trying to, relieve, trying to get the linebackers out into the flat. There's the quick throw out to uh, number three, that, uh, from number three, Jax McClung to number five, uh, Cameron White. So pickup of about three on the play brings up second and seven. So that's exactly what the Huntsville coaches are wanting to do. Coach Fleetwood is looking to do quick passes out there just like he did in the first half and continue a drive. The thing we're seeing, uh, not a lot of, are drop passes from either side. And uh, the clock is continuing to run. I mean, we're... You know, we started this broadcast at 7 o'clock. We're almost at 9 o'clock, and uh, it's, this game has gone by really fast. So it's bringing up second down and seven. So we're going to hand it off to Long. He's going to run to the near side, try to bounce it to the outside, but he's going to go nowhere as he's brought down for a loss of about a yard on the play. Great tackle there by number 12 for James Clemens. Yeah, that would be Ferrari for for Forey. For Forey. Able to get in there and make that tackle. Great job there by the defense for James Clemens. 
So third down after the loss on the play. 528 and counting in this third quarter. Both teams have scored in this third quarter. Huntsville trying to capitalize on this drive. McClung rolls to the far side, throws it off his back foot, in and out of the hands pass intended for number nine, Brookman. He had his man. It just came right off his fingertips. That's a kind of scary looking at McClung. I almost kind of see like a little bit of Geo in him, the way, he's, the way he moves, the way like he is a good passer, and that, would have, and that actually was a good pass off his back foot on the move. And like you said, hit him and Carlin Long are both sophomores. This could be a very deadly one-two punch for the Panthers moving forward in the next, in the next one or two years. So we're going to see a punt by the Huntsville Panthers. It's fourth and eight. And uh, the uh, punter standing at about his 30-yard line. We got uh, Pittman back there. No, that is a bad punt. But it's going to take a Panthers roll. And then Pittman puts his hands on the ball. The ball is on the turf. Mistake there by James Clemens as Pittman put his hands on the ball and tried to make something happen. But he wasn't able to bring it in and uh, ends up fumbling the ball. So it's going to be Huntsville Panther ball at the James Clemens 31-yard line. I get the idea behind that kind of reception. You don't want to have the ball go any further than it has to and and make it harder for your team to move forward. But at that point... You already have about three defenders around you on the reception. Just let it go. Let one of them pick it up and then move on. You don't want to risk something like this happening. Just a mental mistake there by Pittman, but that's all, but but you're exactly right. I mean, either fall on the ball or just let it continue to bounce because you've got an offense that can really do some damage. Let them have a shot. So it's going to be first and ten, Huntsville from the James Clemens 31. Long's going to take the ball up the middle, spins and keeps moving for a seven-yard pickup, second and three. Ball at the 24-yard line of James Clemens. Again, a nice run by Huntsville's uh, sophomore running back, Carlin Long. So he's standing at the 24-yard line. That's where the ball is spotted. Second and three. McClung in at shotgun. Two splits to the far side, one to the near side. Moving right to left. Actually, if you want to uh, south to north is where we're headed. So that's where the Huntsville Panthers are going. McClung drops back to pass. He's got his man looking to throw it to, to just an underthrow to number five, caught by uh, White, and just underthrew him that only he could catch it. And White was able to catch it at the three-yard line and uh, just kind of walk into the end zone. Yeah, just kind of powered through the defender there who was there to meet him on the catch. But, yeah, just basically able to catch it. It was underthrown, turn around. Easy catch, and then just walks right into the end zone for a Panthers touchdown. Yeah, James Clemens' defender, was he, he, wasn't, he didn't want to get beat, so he had good position, but McClung with a smart pass underthrew it and threw it the only place that his uh, receiver could get it, and uh, he did. He stopped, caught it, and then went into the end zone for a Huntsville Panther touchdown. So the kick is up. The extra point is blocked. It is blocked. It's still rolling. They're whistling it dead. So right there, James Clemens going to hold on to a one-point lead with 4.18 left to play in the third quarter. They're up 35-34. to We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have more action. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. 
Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. Welcome back to James Cummins Football right here on Play Action Sports. Bailey, I don't know, man. I got I got choked up after that touchdown right there <laughs> as we were going into the break. That happens every now and then. But, uh, man, so uh, 418 left to play in the third quarter. James Clemens holding on to a one-point lead after uh, – Huntsville was able to uh, get a touchdown pass there from by McClung to uh, to uh, number five. That's Cameron White and um, able to get it in the end zone, but they blocked the extra point. So the kickoff right there is Walker's going to field it at about his 10. He's going to cross the 25. He's got some room down the sidelines, crosses the 40, pushed out of bounds at about the where they spotting him right there at the 43-yard line. Nice return there by Tyreek. Yeah. Nice. It was a great return there by Tyree, but we do seem to have a flag on the field. About to cut down to the official and see what the call is. So as they're looking, you always you're always worried on a on a kickoff return. It could be a block in the back, and let's just hope it doesn't go that way. They're waving off the penalties, so that's a great return by Tyreek Walker, getting it out in good field position. James Clemens going to try to answer that touchdown from the previous drive for Huntsville. But as good as an outcome from a penalty that you want to see, unless. Again, it was on Huntsville, but waved it off. So nothing lost, nothing gained. Let's see what the Jets do here on offense. So first and 10, ball at the 43-yard line. James Clemens going to have good field position here. Lopez in shotgun. He's got Snodgrass to his right. Tyreek Walker split to the near side. He's got two trips to the – or got two receivers to the far side. He's looking to throw it deep to Walker. Walker kind of kind of lost where the ball was, but pass interference is going to be the call right there. Walker didn't, couldn't find the ball in the air, but fortunately for us, that was pass interference. Now, what so, kind of, I know what kind of concerned me is that, I mean, I was actually kind of worried they wouldn't call it because it didn't seem to be catchable from our point of view. It seemed to be about five yards a little too far. But we get a pass interference call. We're going to move a little bit further up the field. Let's capitalize. So Lopez kind of had to rush that throw. He had a couple of defenders in his face as he threw off his back foot. It was a high pass down to Walker, and Walker just couldn't get an adjustment on it. But fortunately, like you said, for us, it was a pass interference. We're in uh, Huntsville Panther territory. Ball is marked at the 47-yard line for the, pa- for the, pan- or the James Clemens Jets. Lopez, shotgun, two splits to the near side, one to the far side. Going to hand it off to Snodgrass, which is what we need to do. Snodgrass, nice six-yard pickup there. Second down and four for the Jets. You know, go, go with the tried and true. Snodgrass will always get you about four, four to five yards on average. So the clock's going to run. Jets holding on, like I said, to a one-point lead, 35-34 over the Huntsville Panthers. Huntsville hanging tight with this high-potent high offense of James Clemens. But uh, we need to get uh, get some more points on the board. He's got two splits to the near side. He's going to drop back to pass. He's got a rush. It was a screen pass. Pass falls incomplete. Just in and out of the hands of Pittman and uh, just not able to, to make that screen pass work. Yeah, Huntsville does seem to be – they are doing a good job of pressuring Giovanni, Giovanni Lopez on just about every play. 
But it's the big ones where about two defenders get past the line and are just right up on him. That's really hard for him to, for, again, kind of like how you said earlier, just to plant his foot and let it loose. That was a good play call by the offensive coordinator there for James Clemens, able to throw that screen pass. He wanted to, to, to get Huntsville in the backfield. The play was set up nicely, had plenty of blockers, but Pittman just not able to bring that ball in. After the incomplete pass, that brings up second down, or third down for James Clemens. Lopez drops back to pass, and they're going to blow the whistle to stop the play. Timeout on the field. James Clemens calls their first timeout of the second half with 3.27 left to play in the third quarter. James Clemens, 35. Huntsville, 34. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football from Play Action Sports. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. As I said, your score, 35-34. James Clemens still on top of Huntsville Panthers with 327 left to play in the third quarter. Let's take a North Alabama Gas District scoreboard. Bailey, where are we at? So right now, second quarter, Lauderdale County is currently up on Elkmont, 48 to nothing. Florence is up on Bob Jones at the half, 14 to six. West Limestone is up on West Morgan, 10 to seven in the second quarter. Sparkman is up 35 to 21 on Austin in the third. Tanner is up on North Sand Mountain in the fourth quarter, 14 to zero. And that'll do it for right now. So that was your North Alabama Gas District scoreboard serving Madison, Muscle Shoals, and Town Creek. Call 811 before you dig. As we were coming out of the break, James Clemens lined up for that uh, for their third down play, and Lopez was looking to throw it deep, but he was sacked for a, about a 12-yard loss, pushing the ball all the way back into James Clemens' territory at the 43-yard line. So that's going to bring up fourth down, so we're sending out the punt team. Yeah, just nothing going there on that play for, for the Jets. Everybody was covered, and Lopez couldn't get away from the, from the rush. So Aaron Rowe lines up to punt. Got a, defend, uh, got a receiver for Huntsville standing about his 20-yard line. Rowe puts the foot on the ball. It's a wobbly kick, fielded at about the 24-yard line, and that's where it's going to be. First and 10, Huntsville Panthers from their own 24 with 2.36 left to play in this third quarter. Yep, Huntsville once again getting pretty average field position for their next drive, but again, there's kind of slow and steady offense. Really a, a clock chewer. That's kind of why the game has really kind of felt like it's been going really fast. So both of these offenses have been real. Again, like you said, not a lot of drop passes, a lot of balls on the on the ground. It's really just kind of been slow and steady for both teams. But James Clemens still holding on by a one point advantage. So Huntsville lines up. They've got trips to the far side. They've got one split to the near side. McClung in at quarterback. He is deadly to throw the ball. He has proven that tonight from his sophomore. A sophomore quarterback going to hand it off to his sophomore running back, Long. Long is going to pick up about three yards on the play. They're going to say four, so it's going to be second down and six for Huntsville. It'll be number 99, Darren Verhage, leading the way on that tackle. So Huntsville with 217 and counting with the ball, second and six. 
Second and six. I'll say it over the PA announcer. Well, they got it marked. Shotgun going to hand it off to Long again. Long's got a hole. He's going to try to spin his way out of it, but uh, he's not going to go anywhere. No gain on the play. It's going to bring up third down for this defense. Let's hold him. Yeah, Long kind of just ran straight into Verhage there, and usually nine times out of ten, that does not end well for any for any running back. No, it does not. Uh, the Verhage and that whole defensive line is is a load. They are definitely a load. So James Clemens brings got him got him at third down. Let's see if we can hold him. McClung's got got splits to the near side. He's got two to the far side. He's in shotgun. Long is to his left. So he's going to throw a quick pass. It's going to be caught. It's going to be sh- no. He's going to shake a couple of tackles and able to get the first down. They had him stop behind the first down marker, but he was able to. The receiver is able to get through a couple of tackles and get the first down for a nice. Nice game for the Panthers. Is these short passes that Huntsville's just been really good at this entire game? It's just kind of been killing the James Clemens defense with these third down conversions. So we got to figure out a way to stop that. We've got a minute 12 and counting in the third quarter. Holding on to a one point lead. Handoff up the middle to Long. Long picks up six on the carry, brings second down. Ball spotted at the 43 yard line of Huntsville. So, um, again, Long able to use his legs. McClung able to use his arm. Something we've seen all night from this Panther offense. Panthers showing up strong tonight at homecoming for them. McClung in the shotgun. takes Steps back. He's looking to pass. He's going to have to roll. He's throwing it deep. He's got his man. No, it's covered. Got a penalty flag on the play. They're going to call <laughs> holding on the defense. Huntsville's going to be moving up here. Honestly, pretty far up into James Clemens' territory. McClung and Long are going to once again going to be your backfield for the Panthers. We're going to see how they capitalize on what James Clemens just gave them. So first and ten for the Panthers. McClung in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to Long. Long's going to try to take it to the near side. He's going to trip over his own feet, crosses the 40, down to about the 41 for about a three-yard pickup. Second and seven for the Panthers. Not a lot of, you're not, we're, we're not seeing a lot of uh, coming in from the linebacker position. It's a lot of the defensive line. We've got to get some more pressure in from the linebackers in there on this defense. So McClung, shotgun, two splits to the near side, two to the far side. He's got a running back over to his left, and that's, they're just going to let the clock count down and end the third quarter. At the end of the third quarter, your James Clemens Jets on top by one, 35-34 to 34 on top of the Huntsville Panthers. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football from Play Action Sports. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. 
Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. 35-34 is your score. This Bailey, I'll be honest with you, man. This is, uh, you know, we talked about the defense in the beginning of the game and how they were holding teams to 12 points per game on average. But uh, so far, the Panthers put together a really good offensive game plan against the Jets. Yeah, as uh, my parents are very superstitious people, so as they would say, we kind of jinxed it. <laughs> probably right. You're probably right. McClung throws the ball across the middle. Yeah, he's got his man again for a nice quick pass. Pickup of about four yards on the play. So that's going to bring up a nice uh, third down. Well, a third down and short. Really, third down and three is what they're going to say. So uh, nice little pitch and catch again. McClung to Lovelace. And uh, Huntsville's moving the ball again. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised here. Kind of doing the same thing that James Clemens would do. Just give it to Carlin Long and see what happens. But I imagine Darren Verhage might not let that happen. Let's hope so. We've got four men down on the front. So we're, they're, they're thinking the same thing. They're thinking of a run play by, to Long, and that's exactly what happens. Good call. But he's going to pick up the first down and a couple of more yards. No, they're going to mark him a little bit short. We might have to get a measurement on that. It's, it's a little hard to tell, but it looks like that the first down marker is right in between the 32 and 33-yard yard marker. And they've got it closer to the 33-yard line. So they're going to they're gonna say it's fourth and probably just about a half a football length away. So everybody's in tight. McClung's going under center. He's probably going to try to keep it himself if I was to predict. But uh, my predictions have not been well received. So here we go. Man in motion coming from the far side to the near side. And now we got a whistle blown. Looks like we're going to have a timeout on the field. I would take a timeout as, as well. Jane, uh, Huntsville Panthers do. Coach Fleetwood says, let's talk about this fourth down play. It's a big one. So with that timeout, we'll take a quick one as well. You're listening to James Clemens Football on Play Action Sports. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. It's fourth and one for the Panthers in James Clemens' territory as the ball is spotted at the James Clemens 33-yard line. McClung under center, coming out of that timeout. Everybody's in tight, looking, trying to draw him off sides. McClung's going to keep it himself, quarterback sneak, and it looks like he got the first down. So good timeout there by Coach Fleetwood to make sure that his offense was ready. James Clemens comes up saying they've got the ball. We haven't seen any word from the official yet. So McClung might have put the ball on the turf, see if they recovered their own fumble or if James Clemens was able to come up with it. So far, no indication from the officials that it's a turnover on a fumble. James Clemens still saying they have the ball, but uh, no, the officials do indicate that Huntsville's, it's still going to be Huntsville's ball. They're going to measure the ball to make sure he got the first down. Looked like he got it from the initial push, but uh, might be a little closer than we think. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell from up here, but 
He might have let go of the ball. He might have fumbled a little bit, but they, but it looks like that they're st- still going to get it across. Yeah, there's almost no need to measure that. <laughs> James Clemens is saying it's not. It's a turnover on downs, but we still no way from the nothing from the official. Hey, say there it is. The referee comes in and says first down, uh, Huntsville. I, that was a lot closer than I think we thought. Although what's kind of confusing to me, I thought the first down marker was in between the hash marks, but from the looks of it, it's on the hash mark now. So so nevertheless, it's going to be Huntsville Panther football still after picking up the first down on fourth down. Just something to think about. Yep. So first and 10 for the Panthers at the James Clemens 32-yard line as they are at 10:31 and counting in the fourth quarter. James Clemens trying to hold on to this one-point lead, 35-34. Huntsville trying to go on top again on this drive. Going to hand it off to Long. Long's got a hole. He's going to pick up about three yards on the carry, crosses the 30, down to about the about to 29-yard line, in between the 29 and 30-yard line. So bring up second down for the Panthers. I imagine we're about to see a new energy from this James Clemens defensive line. I mean, they felt pretty passionately that they got that ball back on the last play. So I bet they're not going to let Long do whatever he wants on this drive. So McClung, shotgun, takes the snap. He's going to try to throw it fast. No, he's going to tuck it and run. He's going to be down to about the 25-yard line and brought down after a few yards on the pickup. So it'll be third down again, third and three for the Panthers. And uh, it's a big third down right here for James Clemens. So the defense trying to hold strong. They're going to move the ball back down to the 30, 25-yard line. McClung limping as he's coming off the field. They're going to bring him on off the field. He is being assisted off the field. So that could be a big loss right there for the Panthers. Yeah, McClung has been honestly nothing but impressive here in the, in this homecoming game. Been very accurate on his passes. Good off the scramble, too. That's going to be a big hit to the Panthers' offense. So coming in at quarterback is number 10, Stone Lawless, he is a junior quarterback, 6'2", 200 pounds, number 10. And so let's see what he can do on offense. Let's see if James Clements can hold him right here. So third down, two to go for the first down. Going to hand it off to Long. Long is going to run it up the middle. He's going to be pushed back as he gets to the 25-yard line. That's exactly where they're going to spot him. They're going to say no gain on the play. So it brings up fourth down. For the Huntsville Panthers, nice tackle there by the defense. Yeah, I imagine the Huntsville offense is going to be a, run a lot more through Carlin Long then. Now with McClung out on the bench, hopefully everything's okay. But like you said, Stone, with Stone Lawless, backup quarterback coming in, also amazing name. But 6'10", but 6'2", 200, that does not sound like a quarterback. That sounds like a tight end. <laughs> so Lawless, your quarterback, Shotgun formation. He's got two splits. He's going to drop back to pass. Bad snap, but he's going to pick it up. He's going to run it himself. He's going to be brought down behind. Nice tackle by James Clemens. Turnover on downs. Way to go, defense. Big defensive stop there for the Jets. Big momentum shifter as well. Huntsville just got on a really big hit with converting on with converting on fourth and one, and now not converting again, but instead getting a sack for turnover on downs. James Clemens is going to have to take advantage here. So James Clemens with the ball, first and 10 from their own 27-yard line. 8-20 to play in the ballgame. 
35-34. James Clemens on top of Huntsville. Gio Lopez, shotgun, two splits to the far side. He puts Pittman in motion. He's going to fake the handoff to Pittman. Going to keep it himself. Cross the 30, down to the 35. Bulls his way over the 40, still on his feet. Pushed out of bounds at about the 49-yard line. They're going to say 50-yard lines where they're going to mark it. Nice run there by Gio Lopez. Yeah, Gio just refusing to go down on that run. Good scramble. Converted basically a 10-yard run into an extra 15. We know that Lopez has the arm, and we addressed his, the way he keeps the drive going on his feet, and that was a good indication of what he's capable of doing when he runs the ball. Lopez, shotgun. He's got Snodgrass to his right, two splits to the far side, two to the near side. Yep, and that's, again, going to be the th- – Another offsides on the defense. Lopez getting able to uh, able to draw Huntsville offsides. It's been a while since that has happened in this game, but he's always had it in his back pocket, and, that, and he's three for three on attempts. So we're going to go into Huntsville territory. Ball's going to be marked at the 45-yard line. So it'll be first and five for the Jets. Lopez, shotgun, Snodgrass to his left. They're moving south to north. Lopez looks to the sidelines. He's got trips to the far side. That is Kobe Johnson. He's got Pittman, and he has Tyreek Walker. He's going to hand it off to Snodgrass. Snodgrass is going to get about a yard, maybe two on the play on that run, so it's going to bring up second down and short for the Jets. So it'll be about the 43-yard line, second down. Clock is running. We're under eight minutes left to play in the ballgame. Two splits to the near side. That's going to be Walker and Pittman. One split to the far side. That's Kobe Johnson. Snodgrass on the right of Lopez. Going to quick quick uh, pass over to Pittman. Pittman's going to cross the 40 down to about the 39-yard line. That's where they're going to mark it. That's enough for a first down. James Clemens, first and 10. James Clemens, again, just steadily making their way up the field, chewing out as much time from the clock as they can. They are only up by one. No chance at a tie this game right now. No matter what point combination you have, this will not end in a tie. So they got to make sure they hold this lead. So here we go. Lopez, shotgun, Snodgrass in the backfield. I think we're going to run Snodgrass just a little bit more to run this clock out some more and try to put some more points on the board. And that's a, They're going to fake the handoff to Snodgrass. Lopez looking to throw it deep. He's throwing it deep to Pittman. Pittman is about the five-yard line. Just out of his reach, he had him. He had him. Just unable to make that connection with Pittman. So it's going to bring up uh, a third down play. Yep. Just a little. Or second down play. Yep, just a little overthrown. Not a yeah, good play to have on first down. Pretty much all or nothing there, but good job by, I, be, I believe that was what, Tyreek Walker? No, that was Pittman. Pittman. Pass, sorry. pass yeah. intended for Pittman. Yeah, sorry. So Pittman and Walker to the near side. No, check that. That's Pittman and Cunningham to the near side. Lopez, shotgun. Going to hand it off to Snodgrass up the middle. Snodgrass trying to fight his way forward. Picks up three yards on the carry. So down to about the 37-yard line goes the Jets. So it's going to be a third down play right here, third and seven for the Jets in Panther territory. A good way to go, good bit to go for the Jets. Let's see if they can... Take advantage, kind of just run their offense, get the first down, chew out as much time as they can, get a score here, and try to put this game away. Not in a hurry as the play clock ticks down to about 15 seconds. Lopez taking his time, as he should. Shotgun, drops back to pass. 
He's got to rush. He's got to get rid of it fast. Throws it low to Kobe Johnson. They're going to say he, he did not catch it. So it's going to bring up fourth down for the Jets. It was a low pass, and I thought Kobe got his hands underneath it, but he wasn't able to reel it in, hit off the turf. So fourth and seven for the James Clemens Jets in uh, Panther territory. Just not quite, but kind of what's the call here? Do you end up, do you go for it from pretty much this far in, into Panthers territory? Like they're not very far into it, only to about the 37. But that's like I just answered my own question. They're going for it. Well, we've seen Lopez quick kick the ball too in the past. But I think that, uh, yep, and that's exactly, it looks like that's what they're going to do. They're going to move back. Lopez is going to do a quick kick and try to kick keep the Panthers deep in their own territory. Ball is going to bounce at the 10-yard line and roll into the end zone, but going to be brought live. Pittman was able to get his hands on the ball, and it's going to be down at the one-yard line or two-yard line is where they're going to mark it. Great call there by the Jets' offense. Good job by Pittman, too. As soon as he saw where that ball was going and how fast it was approaching the end zone, he wasted no time and full sprinting to it and keeping it alive and keeping it from hitting the end zone. So in order for the Panthers to take the lead, they're going to have to go 98 yards with a backup quarterback, Stone Lawless. On the previous drive, Jax McClung, who has been the sophomore court, who is the sophomore quarterback who's played the entire game up until the previous drive, got hurt. Stone Lawless came in to replace him. The Jets were able to hold him on fourth down. They got to go 98 yards to take the lead with 6.07 left to play in this ballgame. It looks like McClung is coming back in, but not at 100%. You yeah, see now him. he is. Yeah, I see him not coming in. Yeah, you're right. You can see him kind of limping a little bit, too. So McClung standing in his end zone. Looks like we're going to have a timeout on the field. See who is going against. So it's going to be against the Panthers. That's going to be their second timeout of the game. So with that timeout, we'll take a quick one as well and come back to close out this action. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. I'm Kirk Pierce. Alongside me, Bailey Lowry and our producer, Mr. Tim Lambert. And uh, we've got 6.07 left to play in this ballgame. Jets trying to hold on to a one-point lead and get out of here with a 5-0 record, 35-34 to over the, the, the Huntsville Panthers in this Region 4 matchup. Jets trying to go 3-0 and in Region 4 play. And uh, right now, the, the Panthers have got to go 98 yards to take the lead. McClung drops back to pass, throws the ball across to the side. Pass is caught at about the seven-yard line. Going to be brought down for a second down, uh, but uh, able to get some room there to move. Yep. Since McClung's back in, that does bring the Panthers, Panthers offense back up to usual speed, but he is still visibly hopping on that leg. So now they've replaced McClung and went with uh, Lawless. So Lawless is in at quarterback. He's in the shotgun. Two splits to the far side, two to the near side. He's going to move his running back from left to right. That's long. Lawless drops back to pass. Tries to throw it deep. He's got his man again. He's got Lovelace. Caught at about the 35. He's past the 40. Down to the 30, 20. He's going to go all the way. 10 
Touchdown, Huntsville Panthers with 5.20 left to play in the ballgame. The Panthers take a lead here at their homecoming. I don't have a lot of words to describe that, but that goes under the category of plays that you don't want to happen in the fourth quarter when you're up by one. So they went 93 yards on that touchdown pass. In about two plays. In two plays. And uh, we went 98 yards total, but uh, 93 yards on that play right there uh, for that touchdown pass. Uh, from Law- by Lawless, the backup quarterback, to uh, Lovelace. And uh, there was just nobody around once he caught that ball com- uh, coming across the middle. So 5.20 left to play in the ballgame. The Panthers taking right now a five-point lead as they line up to go for two with Lawless in a quarterback shotgun. Man in motion. Trying to make this a seven-point seven ball game. Puts his man back in motion. Lawless is going to run to the near side. He's got a scramble. And it's going to be knocked down by the defense, so the two-point conversion is no good. 5.20 left to play in the ballgame. Panthers 40, Jets 35. we got to drive down there. We can't make mistakes. we got to get on get on these horses and ride them all the way to the end zone. Yeah, at the very least, we, I mean, it has to be a touchdown. We cannot get a field goal here. Down by five. They did blow their opportunity for us as for James Clemens to only be able to send it into overtime without a two-point conversion. So we only need a touchdown to get back in the lead. And 520 is still plenty of time to do it on the backs of Gio Lopez and Dante Snodgrass, as well as Tyree Walker, who has been playing pretty, honestly pretty well at wide receiver. He's still got Kobe Johnson. He's still got a lot of weapons to drive down the field with. So it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. So Pittman and Walker standing at about their five-yard line waiting to, for the kickoff return. They're going to move back a little bit. They're probably going to need to move forward a little bit because uh, Huntsville hasn't kicked the ball quite as deep, and we've had some really good returns tonight. We need, to get a good, we need a new, another good return to get in good field position to try to drive the, down, drive the ball down and get another lead in this ballgame. So, again, 5-20 left the ballgame. Panthers with a five-point lead over the Jets, 40-35. to 35. The Panthers, I mean, two weeks in a row, offensive numbers have been pretty good. So the kick is high, end-over-end kick. It's going to bounce at about the 15. The ball is live. We're going to fall on it. Walker does the smart thing and just falls on it at about his 21-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 Jets from their own 21. Let's see what Mr. Lopez and the rest of the offense can do. I kind of held my breath on that one with kind of a punt that ended Ended not on the good side of things for the Jets earlier. Kind of almost the same situation there, but Tyreek Walker did do a good job, just fell straight on it. Still got us within, well, within touchback distance. So ball spotted at the 21-yard line of the Jets, first and 10. Lopez comes in. He tells Snodgrass what he wants him to do. One split to the near side. That's Walker. He's got two splits to the far side. Lopez draws back to pass. There's the rush. He's going to throw a screen pass. Pass intended for number 38. Falls incomplete. 39, check that. So we've got a second down and 10. The rush was on. I don't know if we were trying to do a screen pass there or not, but Lopez got rid of it as quickly as he could. Second and 10 for the Jets. It seemed just a little bit of panic on the, on the James Clemens side. We just kind of you know, take a deep breath, kind of gain our composure because James Clemens has the offense to get this done, and they know they have the offense. They just got to make sure – they just got to let it happen. So they're going to move the ball back. There's a penalty flag on the play. A little, um, 
legal man downfield. So when you that's what happens when you're trying to do a screen pass and you hold on to it too long. Once your linemen release, they release into the into the, the second line. And once you go past a few yards, you got a legal man downfield. So it's going to bring up second down and 15 for the Jets. Now we're going to replay first down. First and 15, going to hand it off to Pittman on the reverse. No, that's Tyreek Walker. Walker's going to get to about the 20-yard line, about a, about a one, uh, about, about five, four-yard gain on the play. So brings up second down, ball marked at the 20-yard line. Yeah, this is going to be a tough climb for the Jets, but you got to make sure that they make this happen, and they have done it before. I mean, heck, just this game, I mean, we've had deep passes that have converted into, into scoring drives. We had Gio Lopez basically taking the ball 70 yards by himself for a score. Not out of the realm of possibility. We got to, we got to make it happen. We got to stay strong. 435 and counting to play in the ball game. Lopez draws back to pass. Swing pass out to Snodgrass. Snodgrass crosses the 30, past the 35, uh, tackled at about the 37-yard line. First down, James Clemens. Yep, and that's how you make it happen right there. Good good pass to Snodgrass. Good move to kind of spin to the inside to stay in, to stay inbounds and grab an extra two or three yards for that first down. So two splits to the far side. That's going to be Johnson and Pittman. We got Walker closest to us on the near side. Snodgrass to the left of Lopez. Takes the snap, hands it off to Snodgrass up the middle. Snodgrass trying to find his way through, pushes his way forward for about a five-yard pickup, second down and five for the Jets. Uh, weaving, bobbing his way through that uh, offensive line, trying to find a crease to make a play and still gets five yards. Yep. So time winding down, still about 345 left on the clock. Huntsville only has one timeout remaining. James Clemens still has two, so there's still plenty of room. So Lopez puts his offense out there. He's going to bring Pittman to the near side. He's got splits to the far side. Going to fake the handoff to Snodgrass. Going to try to throw it deep. He's got Pittman deep. Pittman catches it at the 20. He's at the 10, the 5. Touchdown, James Clemens. Mr. Pittman with his second touchdown reception of the evening. A nice 52-yard touchdown reception by James Clemens with 3.20 left to play in this ball game to take the lead. I'm still going to hold this whenever I predict that there is enough time to score. I am now 4 for 4 on these predictions and that we've scored every time I have said it. I am keeping <laughs> I am keeping track in my head. Well, I'm going to need you to give me lottery numbers next. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so James Clemens lines up. They're going to go for two, looks like here, in the Wildcat formation. You got one split to the near side. Snodgrass is going to line up in the Wildcat. Everybody's in tight except for the one-ride receiver. Snodgrass is going to try to take it off the right side. He's going to barrel his way forward. Two-point conversion is good. James Clemens with a nice lead. Nice lead there. 3.20 left to go in the ballgame. They take the lead 43-40, to which means the Panthers have got to kick a field goal to tie the ballgame or score a touchdown here to take the big lead. So, nice Pitch and catch there. Lopez to Pittman again. And then Snodgrass running in that two-point conversion. I like the way James Clemens runs for kind of goal line offense. Just kind of running the Wildcat. Just just taking Giovanni Lopez out of the equation, not even kind of risking it, and just letting Dante Snodgrass take on the full load of the offense. They're on the goal line, and it's been working perfectly so far this season. We saw it happen at Bob Jones. That was Snodgrass all the way. 
running the ball in and uh, able to take the to take the lead against Bob Jones in overtime, and then ultimately we had the win. So uh, with 3:20 left to play in the ball game, James Clemens on top, 43 to 40 over the Huntsville Panthers, and uh, we just really need the defense to tighten up and stiffen up and keep them out of the end zone. So Aaron Rowe is going to kick off. Ball is at the 40-yard line. If any time we wanted Aaron to kick it into the end zone, now is the time. He's been pretty consistent. Only one of them has not made it into the end zone tonight. So we want to see if he can get it all the way in there this time. The kick is high. It's wobbly, but it goes into the end zone. Good kickoff there by Aaron Rowe. First and 10 Panthers from their own 20. I think that was the furthest kick so far tonight. That reached all the way up to the tip of the uh, A in Alabama. <laughs> it did. And we are broadcasting live from the Lewis Cruz Stadium here at the, on the campus of Alabama A&M. They are playing on the turf tonight, and it has been a really good ball game. Jets on top, 43-40 to 40 right now. It's homecoming for the Huntsville Panthers, but we are here to spoil it, hopefully. So the Panthers coming out. Backup quarterback is uh, is Lawless. Lawless is number 10. He's the junior. He's got trips to the near side, one split to the far side. Lawless has been able to throw the ball down just like McClung did, so they didn't really lose anything there. Long cut, cuts across the middle. He's going to cross the 30. He's still on his feet. Goes out of bounds at about the roughly the 38-yard line, so big pickup there by the Panthers right there on first down. Just pushed out of bounds. Panthers still with one timeout remaining. It's going to be a very crucial decision on when to use it, if they ha- even have to use it. So 3-11 after, the, after uh, long runs out of bounds. Nice pick up there, first and 10, ball at the Huntsville 38-yard line. If we need a turnover at any time, now is the time. Lawless draws back to pass, quick pass, cross the middle, caught for about a seven-yard reception. It's going to bring up second down and three from the 47-yard line. Good job from the James Clemens defense meeting the receiver head on right when he caught the ball, not letting him get any kind of extra yardage, but we still got about two yards left to go for a first down. Keenan Hill with the stop, 6'1", 175 senior, able to keep him from getting the first down on that quick pass. Lawless drops back to pass. He's looking to throw deep. He's got his man right across the middle. There's an interception. I said it. We needed a turnover, and we got it. Interception. James Clemens. Not able to get the number right now on the interception. First down, James Clemens. No flags on the field either. That that interception call is going to stay. So I imagine James Clemens is just going to come out and just run the ball a couple times. Maybe get a first down victory formation. Call it a ball game. So 2.37 left in the ball game. James Clemens holding on to a three-point lead, 43-40. Over the Huntsville Panthers, everybody's in tight. We're looking to just run the Wildcat and run this one and take it home and go 5-0. and No mistakes on the field, boys. We need to get this one wrapped up. Play clock, under 20 seconds. Wildcat formation, Snodgrass going to take it to the far side. He cuts across past the 30, brought down at about the 32-yard line. Nice six-yard pickup there by Snodgrass. Yeah, I like the Wildcat formation call here for these last couple minutes at least until you can get victory formation very low risk just give it a snodgrass you'll know you'll know he'll hold on to the ball no worries there so the panthers going to hold on to that one timeout left looking over to the sidelines 18 seconds left to play uh, on the play clock 206 
right now and counting. So we're going to wait and try to get that play clock down as far as we can. Snodgrass still in the Wildcat formation. Play clock down to five. Takes a snap over to the right side. Cuts across the middle. Picks up the first down and then some extra yardage. Crosses the 40 down to about the 42-yard line. That's a first down. And uh, the clock is ticking. 149 left to play in this ball game. Uh, like you said, how your predictions somehow don't work out. You said we needed an interception. We got one. I'll mark you down as one for one right now. <laughs> that'll, that'll, be, that'll be the start. I like it. I like it. <laughs> James Clemens' defense coming up big with their third pick of the night and right there when we needed it, too. So, uh, Snodgrass staying in the Wildcat formation. Minute 25. Eight seconds left on the play clock. Snodgrass going to take it to the far side again. He's going to be brought down for no gain on the play. But... Uh, Looks like uh, Huntsville's going to use their final timeout on the play, and we'll take a quick timeout too, and when we come back, we'll count this one down. You're listening to James Clemens High School Football on Play Action Sports. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's towing, tire, and truck repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Welcome back to James Clements Football right here on Play Action Sports. We've got a good one here at Lewis Cruz Stadium on the campus of Alabama A&M. A minute 17 left to play in this ballgame. Jets holding on to a three-point lead, 43-40 to over the Huntsville Panthers. If we could just uh, – the Panthers just use their final timeout. It's second and ten. Ball spotted at the James Clemens 42-yard line. And uh, if we could just run this clock out, we go, we'll go uh, 5-0, and 3-0 and in Region 4. And uh, that's what we're looking for. Snodgrass in the Wildcat formation. Everybody's in tight. There's the snap. Snodgrass going to bring it to the near side this time. Going to cut across and try to pick up an extra yard or two. Picks up three on the play. It's going to bring up third and seven. We're right at a minute five left to play in this ballgame. Yeah, I imagine at this point you just bring out the victory formation, let that clock run down as much as possible, take a knee, call it a night. So we'll see if they do just that. Play clock's at 24, so we got plenty of time. There's about a 25-second difference between the play clock and the scoreboard clock. We're at 45 seconds and counting. Play clock is at 12. Snodgrass looking over the sidelines. I imagine James Clemens is going to take a timeout as well once that clock gets down to about four or three. And that's exactly what Coach McGee wants to do, takes a timeout. He's got two of them. Can't take them home with you and use them anymore. So uh, use that timeout right there. With 30 seconds left to play in this ballgame, James Clemens holding on to a three-point lead, 43-40. Bailey. Let's get some scores. All right, so right now we got the finale of Muscle Shoals in Athens. Muscle Shoals pulls off the win, 27-13 as the final. East Limestone commanding victory over Brewer, 49-7. Colbert Heights is in the middle of the fourth quarter with Clements, and they're up 20-12. West Limestone and West Morgan are in the fourth quarter with West Limestone currently leading 17-7. Tanner and North Sand Mountain has just ended with Tanner pulling off the victory 14-6. to 
Florence and Bob Jones is in the middle of the third quarter right now, and they're tied at 14. Lauderdale County and Elkmont. Lauderdale County just holding on a commanding lead right now in the fourth, 54-0. And Sparkman and Austin has ended with Sparkman pulling off the win, 38-21. I fully anticipate that Sparkman-James Clemens game to be a great one. So right there, right there is a little extra play right there on that victory formation. And uh, Lopez took a knee, and then he was kind of pushed. But uh, he tried to play it and see if he could get another little penalty. But uh, that's going to do it here. I mean, we don't have to run another play as we count down. 14 down to almost 10. Here we go. 10. And there we're under 10 seconds. Five seconds left to play in the ball game. And that's your winner right there. There's your score. James Clemens pulls off another victory, 43-40 to 40 over the home Huntsville Panthers, their homecoming. The James Clemens Jets move to 5-0, 3-0 in Region 4, while Huntsville falls to 1-4 and 1-2 in Region 4. Huge win for the James Clemens Jets. Yep. Honestly, a little, little close for comfort toward the end when, when Huntsville had a five-point lead heading into the final. But great pass from Giovanni, from Gio Lopez to, I believe, who? Pittman. To Pittman. Right at the end, perfect over the shoulder. Walked right in for the touchdown, was able to hold the line, and then a fantastic interception just to seal the victory. Now is the dagger that sealed it. I know it's probably a pain for Huntsville fans, especially to lose on homecoming night, but we're for the Jets, and they pulled off a great victory in there. So your final score, 43-40, to 40, Jets on top of Panthers. When we come back, we'll announce the winners of our Lawler's Fan of the Week and our player of the game, our Mellow Mushroom player of the game. We'll have that for you, and we'll recap the game again and start getting ready for the next game next week. You're listening to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. Bankston Motorhomes, with locations in Alabama and Tennessee, carries an extensive inventory of motorhomes, including Class A diesel, Class A, Class B, and Class C motorhomes, fifth wheels, travel trailers, toy haulers, and tent campers from manufacturers like Tiffin Motorhomes, Fleetwood, Forest River, and many more. Bankston Motorhomes also has an experienced service department to help you with any service work or parts or accessories you need. Bankston Motorhomes, Huntsville, Florence, Albertville, Ardmore, and Nashville, helping families like yours build memories for over 40 years. Call 1-800-624-2899 or visit them online at bankstonmotorhomes.com. North Alabama Gas District has provided safe, reliable, and economical natural gas service to Madison and surrounding areas of Limestone County for over 40 years. However, accidents and leaks do sometimes occur. If you smell odors similar to rotten eggs or notice other possible signs of a gas leak, such as a fire or explosion, a blowing or hissing sound, or blowing dust or bubbling water, leave the area immediately, avoid ignition sources, warn others, and from a safe location, contact us immediately at 256 256- 672-0227. And remember to call 811 before you dig. North Alabama Gas District, we take safety seriously. Mellow, a state of mind, a culture, a way of being, and the philosophy behind Mellow Mushroom Pizza Bakers. Since 1974, their mission has been to provide delicious food in a fun and creative environment. The originators of hand-tossed, stone-baked classic southern pizza, Mellow Mushroom makes their pies with high-quality, fresh ingredients to elevate the dining experience. So mellow out at Mellow Mushroom, a higher order of pizza. In Huntsville at 470 Providence, Maine, and 2230 Cecil Ashburn in Jones Valley. 
Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. Hey, this is Jim from Lawler's Barbecue. A lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke. Well, guess what? You never will because we cook it in Lewisburg, Tennessee at our USDA facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality. So no matter which store you come to, you get the same great taste. Phillip's been cooking barbecue since 1978, and I promise you, he's got the hang of it. He's been doing it so long, he doesn't want to be cremated. He's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals. So come try some Lawler's Barbecue at any of our seven locations today. Lawler's Barbecue. Cook slow. Serve fast. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. That's pasnetwork.net. Play Action Sports. Welcome back to James Clemens Football right here on Play Action Sports. Your final score, James Clemens 43, Huntsville Panthers 40. Moving the James Clemens record to 5-0 and for the first time in school history. As long as we keep doing that, as long as we keep winning and staying undefeated, it'll be every week we do that. It'll be the first time in school history we move to 3-0 and in Region 4. That is something to be proud of. That's a good feeling right there. Not only to be undefeated as, as a school overall, but also to be undefeated in Region play. And so far against really good teams as well, Bob Jones, was Bob Jones was a challenge too. They had a really good offense. Huntsville today, despite kind of what the previous scores have said, their offense played really well. And James Clemens is able to kind of strap in, gain their composure, make a good game-winning touchdown and interception, and seal the victory. <coughs> Excuse me. When you when you think about that, you look at uh, what this offense have done has done tonight. Uh, Lopez threw uh, 
two touchdown passes, actually three touchdown passes, two to Pittman, one to Snodgrass. Snodgrass was, uh, again, a force on the ground, able to run in a couple of two-point conversions. Uh, but uh, And then, of course, the pick six. The James Clemens defense able to, even though we gave up 40 points, we were able to come up with three turnovers with uh, three interceptions, one of those being a 70-yard pick six by, by Barnett. And uh, then, of course, like you said, the uh, closing out the, the game with the big interception at the end of the game as Huntsville was trying to drive to take the lead, closing, closing moments. Yeah, well, yeah, while the defense, they did give up more points than, you, than they have in previous games, I mean, the key plays that they did make, again, like you said, the interceptions, the multiple stops, like they were very key factors in the game that turned that completely shifted the tide of the game. And honestly, if those plays had not been made, we could be looking at a different outcome right now. Well, you know, and like you and I talked about during the break, I mean, when you're the kind of – you don't want to give the label the king of the mountain, but mm-hmm. that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, you know, James Clemens is really playing well, and you know you're going to get everybody's A game. You should know you're going to get everybody's A game. And they got the uh, Huntsville Panthers' A game tonight. Oh, for sure. This, off, like, this offense was nothing but really good. Again – it was number three, Jax McClung and Carlin Long leading this Panthers offense, making really good plays, really good runs, and really it was the screen, the screen passes and the short runs. It was just very small, but very but consistent yardage that kind of let Huntsville just slowly progress up the field, slowly but surely, end up getting those scores. They like they played their hearts out tonight, but James Clements showed that they had more heart in this game and they were able to close it out. So with that, you know, we get into the talking about the player of the game and. And I'm just going to be honest with you, the way uh, Kamari Pittman has played tonight, had some great runs, had some great uh, kickoff returns, two huge touchdown receptions. The one at the very end of the ball game, the 52-yard reception, uh, Lopez to, to, to Pittman to take the lead, to give us the 43 points uh, and seal that victory there. Uh, I think Kamari Pittman is our player of the game. What about you? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Off, like Again, making really good plays off the sweep, which I was – Really hoping they would implement more into their offense. I really like seeing that with the jet with the jet sweeps and the wide and wide receivers coming in. Again, two big touchdowns like you mentioned, the game clincher and another one pretty early on in the game, as well as kick returns as well. He did very well off kick returns. Yeah, it's no question for me that he's player of the game. So during the post game show, each and every week we have the Mellow Mushroom player of the game, and our featured jet gets a twenty dollar gift card for Mellow Mushroom. And tonight, your player is number five, Kamari Pittman. Congratulations, Kamari. You are tonight's Mellow Mushroom Player of the Game. And uh, just a huge congratulations to to uh, all of the all of the players at James Clemens. Coach McGee picking up his fifth win tonight. Uh, we also have our Lawler's Fan of the Week. Tonight's Lawler's Fan of the Week is Bucky Patton. Congratulations to Bucky Patton. You are our Lawler's pl- uh, Fan of the Week, and the winner gets a $20 Tasty Buck from Lawler's Barbecue. Hey, Bucky, you got two weeks to drop by WKAC Radio to pick up your gift card. And if you want to enter your name into the Lawler's Fan of the Week, you just need to go to pasnetwork.net and uh, enter your name, and we'll announce that winner during our post-game show of each and every James Clemens game. Man, you have no idea how jealous I am that we can't participate in this. <laughs> I would love me some, free, some good mellow mushroom or some Lawler's barbecue. I'll tell you what, those are good things to have. And uh, not to not to uh, forget our Zach Harbison. He was tonight's timeout with Taziki's winner. And uh, you can enter your name into uh, 
the Time Out with Tzatziki's drawing each and every week uh, at pasnetwork.net. And what we do is listen for the first time out of each James Clemens game, and we announce the winner of the chicken dinner for four from Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe just off of Highway 72 in Madison. So congratulations to all of our winners, Zach Harbison, Tzatziki's uh, Time Out timeout with Tzatziki's winner, Lawler's uh, $20 Tasty Bucks for the fan of the week, Mr. Bucky Patton, and then, of course, our player of the game, Kamari Pittman. He had two, two touchdown receptions, and he is our Mellow Mushroom Player of the Week, and he wins a $20 gift card from Mellow Mushroom. Join us next week right here on Play Action Sports as we bring a nice cross-county rivalry game as uh, the East Limestone Indians are going to go take on the Wildcats of West Limestone over in Limestone County. Ooh, that's going to be a good game right there. I look forward to that. Hey, listen, that's going to wrap it up here tonight. Like I said, your final score, James Clemens, 43 Huntsville Panthers, 40. James Clemens moves to 5-0, 3-0 in Region 4. Congratulations to the James Clemens Jets and Coach McGee for picking up the win tonight. You've been listening to James Clemens Sports right here on Play Action Sports. And uh, for um, Bailey Lowry, Mr. Tim Lambert, our producer, I'm Kirk Pierce. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week on James Clemens Football High School, High School Football on Play Action Sports. I'll get it right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. been listening to james clemens high school football if you'd like to download a copy of tonight's game log on to pasnetwork.net james clemens high school football is a production of play action sports